Hey folks, just a quick message before we begin this week's episode to say that we recorded this podcast a few days before we received the sad news of Sean Connery's passing. This episode was created with nothing but love and fondness and we feel it is a fitting tribute to a Scottish acting icon who will be greatly missed. Our thoughts go out to his family and friends and we wish them all the best. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy this week's episode of Pint Camera Action. Welcome to Pints Camera Action, the podcast where five 30-something friends get together to watch movies, drink beer, and laugh at anything from plot holes to bad acting. This season, we'll each be selecting an action, drama, and thriller to watch, dissect, and where appropriate, make fun of. The only rules are that the film has to be over five years old, so we can't spoil it for anyone, and we must be drinking during the podcast. The most important thing we'll discover in this podcast is exactly how many pints it takes to make for optimal watching. Don't worry, you'll thank us later. There are two ways to enjoy this podcast. First, watch the film before the podcast and listen to us dissect it. Or secondly, don't watch it. Learn how drunk you have to be to enjoy the film and then watch it even though you know the ending. So, pour yourself a drink. It's time for Pint Camera Action. How are we doing, sir? Good Welcome day. to the pod. Uh, how are you doing, mate? What are you drinking? And what have you been watching this week? Um, tonight I'm drinking the, bas- the basic bits of beer of Czech Republic, uh, Star of Brabham. They're tenants, oh. but oh, far, far superior. I was doing Star of Brabham at the weekend, actually. Uh, yeah. Not not really fair to compare it to our shite, but it's, it's, you know what I mean. They're basic beer. Tasty. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. It's what we call an SCL, a strong continental lager. Absolutely, yeah. And that's what I'll be drinking every week. None of your hipster piss <laughs> in this house. <laughs> uh, what have I been watching? Manner. What have you been watching? <laughs> I've been watching, actually, a guy I've never had any time for, really, whatsoever, because he's kind of a young man's game these days, but Zac Efron's Down to Earth. Oh, yeah. Um, Is that the documentary? It's, yes, it's very good. It's actually really good. Really? I've got okay. a new... A new uh, lease of respect for him. I actually quite like him <laughs> as a person. Yeah. He's basically travelling around the world with this um, nutter, this Darren Olean boy. He's a health, he's a well, health and wellness expert. He's wrote numerous right. books, and he's mad vegan. Um, they're both absolutely ripped, of course, and their shirts are off yeah. in every fucking episode. That 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 <laughs> health wellness guy must be like fifty eight, and he's absolutely shredded. Wow. Uh, so eat your veg. But yeah, they just go. go around the world with uh, energy efficient ways. They've been to Iceland. Um, they've been to P- uh, Paris so far. I've only watched a couple. But yeah, shit hot. Really, really good. Yeah, it sounds a interesting. A good watch. It is interesting, yeah. I've had that recommended to me before, actually. I think it's on my watch list on Netflix. It is Netflix, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so uh, would you give that a pint rating out of the two episodes you've watched so far? Yeah, two two pints. Two pinter. Yeah, solid. Good stuff. Nice, Good stuff. Nice. Yeah, informative, nice. and he's actually pretty cool. Yeah, nice one. And uh, over to Stephen Beatty. How are we doing, sir? What are we drinking? What have you been watching? Uh, so I enjoyed it so much last time that I'm still sticking to the 
Innocent Gun Bourbon Barrel Scotch Ale. Very tasty. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah, liking it. Yeah. And uh, it's like rocket fuel, though. You have too many of them, you know. Oh, I know. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You don't realize it. Eh? Six point six. Yeah. Uh, but no, last night um, I watched uh, Guy Ritchie's latest gangster offering, The Gentleman. Oh, any good? Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I find him very hit or miss. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't like a lot of his stuff. Um, obviously, mm. Lockstock, great. Snatch. And Snatch, yeah. great. But um, Rock and Roller was good. Rock and Roller was fine, yeah. yeah. And was it him that did Robin Hood with Russell Crowe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was garbage. That was awful. King yeah, Arthur terrible. was disappointing. Sherlock Holmes was decent. Yeah, he did Aladdin as well, which, yeah. I mean, it's just a typical yeah, Disney yeah. remake, really, isn't um, it? But, not but no, I, I really liked this one. Um, really great cast. Sort of back to his best, wasn't it? Yeah, and yeah, but like, like Lockstock and Snatch, um, it kind of pokes fun at the gangster genre a bit. Doesn't take yeah. itself all that seriously, and kind of has a Tarantino esque disjointed storytelling about it. Cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'd, I'd highly recommend that you guys give it a watch. I, I thoroughly really apparently, it. um, yeah. Hugh Grant is excellent at it. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, sort of you, obviously, um, Hugh Grant over his career had numerous run-ins with paparazzi, um, and he's well known for hating them. Uh, yeah. So in this, he actually plays a sleazebag journalist, and <laughs> you can tell he has a lot of fun with the role. Um, How far he goes? Uh, kind of yeah. like him getting to put his two fingers up at um, the people that he hates, um, yeah. but. Um, again, usually someone that I hate, but um, didn't you serve him at the was, hotel, Pete? I did, yeah, yeah, and he's a rude dick. Yeah, you. You <laughs> <laughs> refused to give me uh, his autograph at the Dunhill a few years ago. The bastard. Is that right? Yeah. Joking? Yeah. yeah what that doesn't, yeah, it doesn't even shock me. Yeah, but um, he's he's because usually I can't stand him, but he is mm. on this. He's present like eighty percent of this film. Um, cool. And he's tolerable, so. Oh, well, there you, there go. you go. If that's yeah. not if that's not reason to watch it, I don't know what yeah. is. Uh, <laughs> what would you give it as a point uh, rating? Decent? I'd give it an easy four. Easy four, nice, yeah. solid, middle of the road. Yeah, not going to blow your mind, but um, very enjoyable. Yeah. yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, well, thanks, but uh, Bremner. Hello, doing, sir? good evening. What have right. you been drinking? What have you been? <laughs> what have you been drinking? What have you been watching, mate? Uh, well, tonight, because I've always known for being a bit boring with my choices, so I went to the shop earlier on and got a, a new choice called Yeasty Boys. Ah, very good. <laughs> Which I knew Beatty would like. It's a. Uh, That's brilliant. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a New Zealand beer, and it's it's a digital IPA, whatever that means. Um, wow. So looking forward to giving that a try, but I've only got one of those. And then I'm following it up with this. Oh, what the oh, <laughs> American For anyone water. that can't see, it's uh, Budweiser. Waza! Waza! And if you haven't got it from that, it's Budweiser. Yeah. I, I, I just need to get rid of that, to be honest, because it's been in my fridge. So that's, that's the dregs of the party. The, the yeah, that's still party the party beer. It's still the party beer, yeah, because I don't drink that much in the house. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, I'll, I'll wa- wash the, the digital IPA down with the Budweiser. Um, Very good. In terms of films, I've watched a couple this week. Uh, one good, one absolutely shite. Um, oh, good, wow. good one was called Room. Um, it oh, yeah. It stars Brie Larson, a.k.a. Henrik. Um, 
<laughs> and uh, basically, does he fix the radio? <laughs> basically, she's uh, held captive for seven years in in a room and repeatedly raped. Yeah. Um, has a child through said raping, um, and basically the the son grows up not knowing anything else but this room. Um, yeah, you thought it was going to be more of a sort of thriller or about her escaping, but it actually became more of a drama piece. Um, she managed to escape. Um, trying trying to live her life on the outside world, he thought the kid would be fucked up, but actually they they made it more about her, uh, the mother. She had um Stockholm syndrome, really. She couldn't really adjust to the the outside world. Um, yeah. other people in it had uh, I don't know her name in real life, but she plays Pam Landy in the Bourne films. Um, she was in it. Can't remember her name. Escaping uh, me right I now. Don't, I don't know her name either. I know who you mean, but again, I can't remember her. Yeah. IMDb will sort that out. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. The Room was a novel originally, and I read the novel. Um, interestingly enough, of, of a recommendation of Danny Boyle. Um, he was working on potentially the drop for it. But clang, clang. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm a second ever professional director, so I must have done something right. But he um, he said it was one of the most amazing books that he'd ever read. Um, I was really looking forward to seeing what the uh, film adaptation would be like. So uh, I haven't seen it yet myself. Was that um, was that book yes. written before or after Fritzel? Uh, well, this film's five years old. After. How long ago was Fritzel? Well, at least yeah. ten. At least ten, eh? Yeah. Ten, ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, easily. Maybe yeah, a lot. The book, yeah, the probably book was after. Years I'm old. sure. It was really good. She, I mean, she's a good actress, but she was excellent in it. I think that Brie was, Larson's great. Yeah, yeah, she's really good. That was a fantastic performance. So I would, uh, I'd give that a good solid, uh, I'd say three pints for that. Um, three pints. Last night I got made to watch uh, a film called Private. <laughs> got made to watch. Nice little caveat. Awful. There. Pri- Private <laughs> Benjamin, um, which is a film starring Goldie Hawn from the eighties. Um, and it's about oh, she's a, a preened princess that's rich as fuck that joins the army and learns how oh, to. Oh, I've seen this. Have you I've seen, seen it? This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Possibly one of the. I mean, I would. I, I'd rather watch the Meg again if I'm completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> so your liquor cabinet was well and truly raided throughout that oh, film. Oh god, then, it was it? terrible. She was loving it. I, I thought it was awful. But um, I'd give that a good solid. I'd give that nine pints to be fair. Wow. Well, not quite as bad as the Meg, then, eh? Did I say ten for the Meg? <laughs> All right, okay. Well, let's ten. It's... Ten on a Jaeger bomb, mate. <laughs> <laughs> ten and three VKs on a Jaeger bomb for Private Benjamin. Then. <laughs> so, what was the v- rating v- for the room? Apple, uh, the room I gave three. <laughs> ah, okay. It's uh, available on Netflix. The room, so it's well worth watching. Very good. Very good. Well, thank you very much, Bremner and Billy. How you doing, mate? What you've been drinking and what you've been watching, mate? I'm absolutely tremendous. I had the worst hangover in history yesterday. Ten o'clock at night, I was still hungover. But I have manned up to have a dark arts surreal stout this evening. Oh, okay. And I'll be following... dark arts surreal stout. Yeah, do you know what? I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's nearly I've nearly tanned the entire tin. We're only like ten minutes in, so it is a really enjoyable stout to go with. And I've got this other one. It's called Salt. It's a, a oh, I've had uh, it's a, a jute IPA. That's a cool can. Yeah, that I've had I've had one yeah, of the cool. smart branding. It looks like your microphone. They do a few different. They do a few. Do, they do a few different ones. Um, I think I had the salt lager. Um, yeah, really tasty. Uh, both of these available for, from Tesco. Are they local, um, Billy? Just the uh, jute no, thing. one's one's Huddersfield, and this one I've no idea where it is. Somewhere down south, anyway. Yeah. yeah, I think I got my salt ones from the Flavorly box sets. You know, you can get um, delivered deliveries of uh, you know different 
various different other IPAs, craft beer subscriptions are available correct until we're sponsored by any of them absolutely then you will be the only one that we ever talk about yeah. it could be uh, you. decent tasty beers billy and what you've been watching mate uh do you know what? i've actually watched a fair bit over the last couple of weeks um netflix watched love guaranteed which was pretty terrible um it is basically about this guy who has been on a dating website and the website's called love guaranteed um guess this wasn't my choice to watch it obviously um and <laughs> caveat at the start he goes to he goes to his lawyer and basically says um or this this woman who is the main um protagonist in the film and says i want to sue them because i haven't found love and she's like well i don't think that's you know a real guarantee and he's like no in their contract, in their terms and conditions, it says if you go on a thousand dates, then you will find love. And he's not found love. So, wow, okay. predictably, um, basically, they fall in love. You know, you're going to see it coming a mile off. Um, there's not really any really funny bits in it. You know, she tries the websites. <laughs> um, they kind of bounce off each other. And the the actor that plays him is, um, you know, Marlon Wayans? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah it's his son. <laughs> No way. Wow. That was okay. that was the only vaguely interesting point of the whole fucking thing. Is that the um, kid that was in the um remember that show that he did? Uh yeah, my but wife no, and it's kids. not him. Oh totally yeah, yeah, yeah. Not totally him. totally that different, was different guy. Wayans. Different guy. That was Damon Wayans. Oh, um, right. There's loads of Wayans in that show. Yeah, there is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what you've done there, Addy. I think it's went over a few of their heads, but <laughs> that fuck somebody did. They're all they're all minted and they're all actually quite successful in their own right. <laughs> that film, I would give you probably seven and a half pints. Um, you'd watch it with your girlfriend sure. on a Sunday night. It's not. It's not, not your best it's recommendation. Not, it's not but, really worth uh, watching either. Anything else? You said you've watched quite a bit. Yeah, um, I went full controversy and watched Cuties, which is on Netflix. Oh, okay, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, right, I'm telling you, right on IMDb, um, it's got a rating of two point six out of ten. But we weren't is... talking about pedophiles oh. this week. Oh, we well, never said that. It's, it's got nothing to do with Peter You Bellier, said that. Right? It's just... <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't want to bring it around to yourself. Um, yeah, so basically it's just this uh, young um, Muslim girl who moves into a neighbourhood in Paris, and it's dubbed, oh, so you have to dubbed. forgive the bad dubbing um, a little bit. Well, one or the it's other. Subs, one or the uh, other. Can't be bothered it's sub, subtitled subs or, or normal. Yeah, yeah subs, subs over dubs every yeah. day. Yeah. Netflix didn't give me the choice, otherwise I would watch the subs. Anyway... Um, so she goes to school and she's in this strict Muslim family. Her dad is getting married to a second wife and she lives with her mum and um, basically she sees these girls that go to her school and they, they're all like 11, 12, 13 years old um, and the get other girls in her school are wearing like little hot pants and little crop tops and shit like that. Basically like how young girls see Ariana Grande and all these people dressing these days. And so she decides that she wants to hang out with them. So basically starts doing that and they start dancing because that's what young lasses do at that age. They dance to pop music and stuff. Um, and essentially the film, they're trying to ban the film and everyone's cancelling Netflix because they're like, oh, you're promoting paedophilia. It's not. It's just showing how young girls are these days. It's actually quite a good watch. Um, if you aren't into children if you are you probably think that netflix are advertising <laughs> pedophilia um so worth a watch so it's a good it's a good watch if you don't fancy yeah. children but that's that's the controversy about it isn't exactly it? Yeah. yeah if you just want to watch it for the movie you'll enjoy it very good uh are we getting a pint rating for cuties or uh yeah i'll give it four and a half pints 
four and a half pints. Cool. But apparently, very controversial, and obviously, there's a lot of uh, news about it in the media at the moment um, about it being inappropriate and controversial. And uh, as Billy said, uh, close to the bone. So for me, uh, this week, I am drinking uh, a Hemisphere Session IPA, which is by Fure, Four, <laughs> Four Pure. Uh, it's a nice little 4.2%er, uh, and I've drank this a lot through the summer, actually, through lockdown, because it was available in the co-op across the road, and it was very, very tasty. Um, so I've gone back to it tonight. Uh, thoroughly enjoyable, and I'll be sipping on that throughout the show. Uh, this week, I watched uh, watched a couple of things, actually. I watched uh, Upload. Has anybody seen Upload on Netflix? Um, so it's it's only about an hour and, hour and 38 minutes long, not very long, but really enjoyable action film set in the um in the future um about uh, a guy whose wife gets murdered uh, and as she gets murdered well he gets mugged in the process of them trying to murder his wife um and as the film unravels you begin to understand why his wife was targeted um he's paralyzed from the neck down and now this was a guy who was uh, very hands-on, very manual labour. He was a car mechanic, an old-school car mechanic, and fixed muscle cars. Uh, and as I say, this film's set about 100 years in the future, so everything's electronic, um, cars are driving themselves, uh, you know, everything's touchscreen. Uh, essentially, he's, he's the last of a dying breed, but he doesn't commit to the digital world, whereas his wife is actually high-flying. In the digital world um so anyway he um gets paralyzed from the neck down his wife is dead his mum moves in and basically they move all this tech into his house to um oh, look yeah, after him um and his mum's basically looking after him as well and the guy who he built his last car for owns one of the the biggest tech firms in the world who offers him a solution, which you'd sort of seen slightly before, um, but he wants to do it completely off the books and nobody's allowed to know about it. And it's an implant chip, which gets put into the the base of his um, the base of his neck, uh, or sorry, the top of his neck, the the nerve center of the spine, um, which basically gives him full function of his body and limbs again. Um, now this film came out before Venom, and I think Venom. Uh, very much, although I haven't seen Venom. I was speaking to my cousin about it. Another weekend. Tom Hardy one, um, eh? Another Tom Hardy number, yeah. <laughs> uh, Venom, I think, has basically ripped off the idea um, in the, with the symbiote and Tom Hardy's internal monologue. Um, it was fucking rubbish, by the way. Don't bother watching this it. This guy, well, I've not seen it, but... Well, I mean, Venom as a character has existed since the 70s, so I don't think Venom's done anything. No, I agree, but I, I'm talking oh, about Bill, the Here comes the, the fucking the, Marvel yeah. defence <laughs> team. <laughs> here come the Avengers. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> one, out one lawsuit at a time, maybe. <laughs> fucking dweebs assemble, like. <laughs> the Justice Keiths. <laughs> <laughs> the way it ripped it off is that um, this character's stim um, is in the guy's mind and he's having this internal monologue with Stim and Stim is fighting for control of his body throughout um, and he uh, the the creator who is also trying to get control of Stim um, to understand how it's working and whether it's adapted to the body is monitoring them the whole way along. Basically the film progresses and he starts almost having superpowers which are um, given to him by this implanted chip and he goes after and hunts down the people that killed his wife um 
do you want me to give away the ending or uh, why yeah, not no I can't Spoiler well watch the fucking movie no, yeah, 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 I think, I actually think... rule r- 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 of thumb rule of thumb how old's the film it's brand uh, new, 2018, no? 2017. So you can't oh, give away the ending. Right. Yeah. Let's not give away the ending. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, it's got to be over five years old. Otherwise, you have to drink Please. a bottle of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Yes. Uh, uh, to be fair, as an action movie, uh, you don't have to think too much. Uh, it's it's an enjoyable watch. Uh, it didn't end up going in the the direction that I thought it was going to, in the way that it was set up to go. Um, yeah, really enjoyable. I'd say a solid four pointer. Um, is it a right. Netflix worth, original, worth Mark? It's yeah, it's a Netflix yeah. original. Yeah. Who, who was who was in that? Uh, no, actually, no, I'm I don't sure think it is. Sorry, no. it's it's on Netflix, but it right. was yeah. it was in the critically acclaimed section. Uh, okay, right. Mark, um, who was who was in that again? Who was the main guy? I'm sure, I've seen that. I can't remember his name. IMD Bill sort that out for us. The film was called Upgrade. Because um, I remember it being a quite a good film, actually. It is. It's it's quite enjoyable, and it doesn't go the way that, as I say, it sort of leads itself up to go. Main actor um, is Logan Marshall Green. Oh yeah, fake Tom Hardy. Yeah, budget Tom Hardy. He is a bit like fake Tom yeah. Hardy, to be fair. Yes, he he's a good actor. Uh, he's a, he was yeah. in a film called Devil, which is about people getting stuck in an elevator. He's also in Spider Man Homecoming. That was by um Shyamalan. Yeah, that Devil. M yeah. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. That's a decent film to watch. Like, you've got nothing else to do. M. Night Shyamalan's the, uh, the king of a, a, a promising film and a shite ending, isn't he? Always the same with those films. Yeah. Apart from, Sign, <laughs> apart from um, Sixth Sense. Yeah, you do it once and then you've fucked off after that. You can't. Yeah, you know. once you know the twist, that's it. Yeah. 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 Well, so that's my, that was my drink of choice. And I also uh, watched, and I mentioned this to BT earlier, Cobra Kai. Has anybody watched Cobra Kai? Yeah, not yet, but it looks really um, great. I started watching this on Netflix originally. It's really good. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I think you'll really enjoy it, BT. It's basically uh, it's the most eighties thing that you've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, set in the present day. Um, if you like the Karate Kid movies, I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, again, you don't really need to think. It's easy watching. Um, the first episode's forty minutes long. The last episode in the series forty minutes long. Everything else is about twenty minutes. Um, enjoyable. Uh, Action, silly, funny. It's a good, good fun way they've uh, done it 80s. as well, though, because okay, it's kind of obvious that um, you know Danny is successful, and um, what's his name? He's Johnny Lawrence. Yeah, Johnny Lawrence has become a bit of a down and out. But how you then kind of switch how you feel about the characters is really clever because you, obviously Johnny Lawrence is the main character, and you feel a lot of empathy for him throughout. It's really good. Yeah, I, I'm really enjoying it. I didn't realize you'd watch the Billy. Uh, it's it's Probably really good. Up. Okay, I've just finished series one and I'm on episode two of series two. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I've, I've rinsed through um, the the series in half a week. So uh, if you good. liked, as I say, if you like the original Karate Kid, uh, definitely recommend watching. Okay, okay. Without further ado, uh, we're over to Nick Bremner for his film choice of the week, The Rock. Hello, yes, so I played my action card this week due to uh, being put on the spot and not realising it was my uh, my week, but I had one prepared, <laughs> um, pulled it out of the bag. Um, so yeah, The Rock, which is a, a 1996 action thriller directed by Michael Bay, uh, produced by Jerry Bruckheimer, so with those two on board, you know right away, it's going to be unadulterated Crash, bang, carnage what a, what a video. for two hours, plenty of fires, plenty of explosions, plenty of unnecessary deaths. 
plenty of amazing. And um, to sum it up, <laughs> so the film stars uh, Nicolas Cage um, as Nicolas Cage. No, as, um, <laughs> Nicolas Cage, the best actor at being a shite actor, isn't he? Um, so he's an so FBI good. biochemist, Stanley Goodspeed. Um, and I, I found out subsequently that that part was turned down by Arnold Schwarzenegger, which actually I think that would have enhanced the film. I think. If yeah, he was I agree. It, brilliant. Um, who, because he didn't like the script, which I find baffling, but, you know, whatever. Um, Sean Connery as former super, super army soldier um, slash SAS captain uh, John Patrick Mason, who, interestingly, Connery demanded that he had to have a cabin built on Alcatraz for him because he didn't want to travel back and forward um, wow, from San Francisco out to Alcatraz, which is mental. But he got it because he's Sean Connery. Um and uh, yeah and Ed Harris uh, as a uh, disgruntled former Brigadier General Frank Hummel, um who was excellent in it again he's just a great yeah, villain I think great. Ed Harris all round. Um, the film also has other top actors such as the guy who played Doctor Cox from Scrubs, um, the big McGinley. warden guy from yeah, the Green John Mile, and the guy who plays Kyle Reese from Terminator. Um, so other big names in it there. Were... And Tuchel, yeah. Tuchel from yes, Breaking Bad. Yes, is and in absolutely. And the Candyman. Yeah, yeah, Candyman's in it as well, isn't he? That's right. Um, So, yeah, so the film begins with Hummel and his men raiding a naval base to acquire chemical weapons. Um, And then they then subsequently storm Alcatraz Island during a normal working day where there's all sorts of tours going on. A weird paedophile-looking guy in a Boy Scout outfit taking around a group of people. <laughs> Just keep the paedophile theme going. It's not Mason Crowder, um, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Cardell, keep up. <laughs> Come right this way. So, as a result of this, 81 hostages are taken. Um, we learn that the motive behind Hummel is that he wants justice for the families of the sea soldiers who have died during covert operations including desert storm um so goodspeed is enlisted by fbi director james womack because of his knowledge of chemical warfare um because hummel has threatened to deploy the chemical weapons on san francisco should his demands for 100 million dollars not be met um so goodspeed has the knowledge to disarm the weapons in question but doesn't have any knowledge of alcatraz itself so enter john patrick mason who was the only person to escape Alcatraz in 1962, in his hiatus from jail, managed to father a daughter, who we meet briefly after just 10 minutes of carnage going through San Francisco, destroying everything in sight, trams, trash cans, cars, women, anything that is in their sight. Um, (laughs) So he's been in prison for 30 years without trial. Um, found out that he's been accused of stealing private files from Edgar J. Hoover and possessing some of the, the most intimate secrets of the American government, hence the swift imprisonment without trial to quash any, um, anything he can come out with. So they managed to enter the island. All of the accompanying Navy SEALs are killed pretty quickly and pretty easily as well, uh, which leaves Goodspeed and Mason to work together to free the captives and save San Francisco from devastation. Very good. There we have it. Very, very good. Uh, well, there's fuck all left to talk about now, eh? That was a pretty in-depth... <laughs> well, uh, just to get the point rating. In-depth well, summary of the entire movie, yeah. So I would give that two points. So what we do next week? So every fact I knew, you've just scored off my fucking list, you son of a bitch. I know, my fun bit of trivia was Sean Connery's hut on Alcatraz. 
I all I have now is, is is a dozen humorous Sean Connery quotes to bring out several times. So we'll get to now. them. We'll get to them. No, no. I'll no, tell no. you what. You focus on the Sean Connery quotes. I want to talk about all the really bad deaths in this movie. <laughs> well, there's yeah. plenty right. of them. Well, well, yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah. Can we go back to the start? Uh, Let's go. Break it down. It's a good scene place to begin. Scene. Yeah. So it's a really, um, really patriotic. Um, Sort of opening montage, yeah. isn't it? Lots of yeah. stars yeah, and twenty-one stripes. guns salute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The helicopters flying in front of the sunset is always a brilliant image as well. We, we yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm that. amazed yeah. they just didn't have somebody singing the national anthem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the only thing it was missing, wasn't it? Nah. Yeah. Do you know what the, the twenty? What was it? The twenty-one gun salutes even more patriotic when they're all like fire and they're just blowing bullets into the air um, at the funerals yeah. and stuff like that. Always gets me. So uh, it, it opens, doesn't it, with. Um, Ed Harris's character at the graveyard. Um, yes. Uh, basically going to his wife's grave. Um, Believe so. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, his widow. And uh, and <laughs> it's absolutely pissing it down, right? Um, yeah, it just had and, to be pissing down for the dramatic effect, didn't it? It was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was, yeah. it was typically, it's t- typically Bay and Bruckheimer absolutely pissing it down. Yeah. You know, dramatic music. To be fair, the music throughout this film was great. I thought again, Zimmer, really yeah. adds. It really Zimmer, adds. yeah. There was yeah. a few. So you, could, you could, yeah. It's some of the, I think the chase scene, which we're going through through San Francisco, had some excellent music. Yeah. Sort of Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. I, I thought that as well. It sounds very. Well, Pirates there is. The I've got a point of that. Yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting. You can see a lot of that. Um, similar motifs in Hans Zimmer's uh, music. That's uh. Third third year music for you right there, Mr. Josh would be proud. Uh, there's some similar <laughs> similar yeah, motifs. Yeah. The man was a fucking proud. psycho. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's still uh, coaching the women's hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still got that, that hold all that yeah. he always carried about with him, eh? Yeah. Um so what so then we move on to um, So I just have something to say about the graveyard um mm-hmm. being uh ridiculously pissing it down with rain to the point that Somebody's almost got a watering can over Ed Harris's uh, face. It, it looks uh, bad, doesn't it? Yeah. We have that, and it's completely blue skies. If yeah, you look in the background, like, yeah. it's completely, really like, perfectly yeah. blue skies. Like, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, actually, I yeah. wanted to yeah. ask um, is, his, is it implied that his wife was military as well? Is he in a military graveyard? Yeah, yeah. he's in a military, well, that's a military graveyard. graveyard. So, yeah. 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 Um, so I assume that she was one of the one of yeah. the people that died there during was, um, said I don't think there was a rank on her gravestone, unless I'm remembering incorrectly. No, I'd agree no, with you. I, I don't think there was. Either. And it's kind of, it, the whole start of it is basically obviously him just yeah goodbye to his wife, or is it even her funeral? Or she, yeah, I don't she, think it's her funeral. No, I didn't think it was her funeral. He goes to her gravestone. He goes to her gravestone to apologise for what yeah. he's about to do, which is actually quite an interesting character device because it sets him up as knowing that he's about to do something wrong yet actually you know feeling that it's it's worth like it, it obviously means enough to him for him to want to go and do it um, yeah. and yet he still knows that it's the wrong thing to do which is why you see the internal conflict right from the get-go um when you see him at his wife's grave explaining that he knows this isn't the right thing to do but he just can't sit by and let basically innocent families and soldiers um who have been fighting yeah. for and dying for their country um, not knowing the truth about why they've um, why they've been killed or how they yeah died. As, as terrorist acts go it's fairly noble isn't it but like yeah. sort of I, I, yeah I it, it sort of 
It sort of toes that line between good and evil again, isn't it? Because we discover later on that the FBI, I mean, the fact that they imprisoned Connery for all these years without trial, they're pretty fucking corrupt as well. Yeah. Um, all the secrets that we learn about as well. So it's toeing that line again, isn't it? Like, who's yeah. wrong, who's right. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. Yeah, I thought, I thought there was a bit of that in terms of, so from last week with Hard Candy, having moments where you're actually you're cheering for Jeff. There's certain moments where you actually you think Ed Harris's character is doing the right thing. Um Okay, maybe he's gone about it the wrong way, but his his cause, as Addy quite rightly says, is noble, um, and f- therefore you 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 want justice to be served in a way. But that's the thing; it, all these things, I, I'm not go go too far off topic. They are all based on perception. So whoever would be arguable, arguably the terrorist in any movie, it's their perception they're doing the right thing, um, nine yeah. times out of ten. And you know, you, you can look at uh, some of the best bad guys in history, like the um, the Hans and uh, Die Hard and stuff, and he's made out to be very evil, but ultimately he's just doing it for money. Whereas what uh, <laughs> Ed Hardy is evil, really? Yeah, well, of course it is. Money's the root of all evil. But Ed Ed Hard um fuck uh, Ed Harris's char- character Ed Hardy, <laughs> fucking Tom Hardy. No! On fucking Tom Hardy. I'm gonna fart. Gonna fart this mister, are you, you slags. Sure? Um, <laughs> he's playing Sean. He's playing Sean Connery's character in the remake. <laughs> I would not. He's playing all the characters in the remake. Actually, <laughs> it's gonna be his final. Never be as good at Bond, anyway. Tell you what, he's tried it in the crazy. But yeah, it's all just about perception because he basically at the start says. Um, uh, get their attention, elevate their thinking. Like He's doing it for a moral reason, but he's still doing it for mud- money as well. Let's not forget. So Yeah, I mean, there is, there is like a, a 400 million price tag on it as well. He's million. not seen himself out of pocket, is he? Like, for the, <laughs> no. for hey, the cause. Then I suppose quite a lot, I think 81 million of that is going to the families of the yeah. 81 yeah. deaths. Yeah. And so I guess he's only, he's only pocketing $19 million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and then uh, the other half goes the, to the um, band of ruthless killers that he's hired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the, the <laughs> best are villains more evil. don't think they're the villain. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so you they're know, doing he... it. They're doing it for a logical reason in their mind. Yeah, yeah. And they have. So to anyway, Ed Harrison is uh, his team break into a fairly poorly guarded uh, naval base full oh, of mate, very high, deadly weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they manage to scan themselves in easily enough they, and then a few darts they literally do a Robin Hood and shoot the arrow and shimmy over the wire it's that poorly guarded <laughs> it's yeah. pathetic but then they, they make a big show of only using tranquilizers because obviously they don't want to kill other yeah. US soldiers yet they um, smash that guy out of the watchtower window that's, yeah, that's easily that. 20 yeah. foot yeah. <laughs> Unnecessary death, but yeah. is that not just showing that some of the guys on the team are ruthless bastards? Oh, perhaps. Yeah. And which you find yeah. out later on. Yeah, I think, whereas Ed I Harris think is yeah. trying to be noble. Yeah. So I also said, um, literally, the first thing they do is smash the window. It's as loud as you like, and yes. nobody bats an eyelid. Like, come on, how has nobody heard about this? Yeah. And then, and then there is no CCTV throughout the whole fucking military base. Like, surely somebody's pushing a fucking alarm button somewhere, right? No, these you are fucking what? warheads. I know. Yeah, I know. It's not Jeff. It's not Jeff. These weapons are brutal. <laughs> Sneaking in, managed to nick a few. This is literally the first base in Goldeneye. And um, that that guy that gets um. One of his team members gets exposed to the is it VX gas? Yeah. 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 He's oh that's a horrible death. 
that's pretty that's gruesome, pretty gruesome. Right? but yeah. they let, let's be honest it is just a row of anal beads that they drop like that's what these things are. <laughs> but they, they, they resigned that guy to his fate pretty quickly. Yeah, so they just lock him in. Close the door. Close the door. He's, no, no, he's gone. Door. He's gone. Uh, yeah. They could have at least put a bullet in his skull there. It is bloody lethal, the stuff, though, in fairness. And uh, they say that any form of exposure, once the once that <laughs> the ball of whatever it is has burst, then uh, it's pretty much game over for anyone mm-hmm. within a... Yeah, it's horrific. Uh, yeah. Because and, they, they talk about um, it in the, in, in the next scene with Stanley Goodspeed when he's in the container about how just how lethal it is and how yeah. far the exposure would go. Well, um I'm pretty pretty confident it would be illegal under the Geneva Convention. That's fucking horrible stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. Americans, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. No way. Which again I guess highlights the corruption of the American government Correct. and why yeah. we kind of yeah. hate them a little bit as well. Correct. So the next scene we cut to um from Enter Stanley Gosp- from the ri- r- yeah from Enter the, the Cage the theft. <laughs> Enter the cage. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I mean, is this when we they go into the little chamber and they're this playing is around? they're in the, the vacuum, the vacuum um, field can change. Yeah, the guy, so they yeah. a suspicious yeah. package that has turned yeah, up yeah. at the airport. Yeah. 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 And so they begin uh, dismantling the entire thing and Stanley's, you, you can see that he's good at his job and he starts taking it very seriously and taking it off. Very and the other dude just starts dicking about with the fucking... That well, assistant don't... nerd is useless in that, um, yeah, he's that scene. You can tell it's day one when... of his apprenticeship, wasn't it? He was yeah. a... When they're shouting at him to stab his heart with that, that syringe, though. I mean, well, that so that's only, once, that's, only once the, that's only once the exposure takes place. So he's yeah, playing, know, he's playing the, with... The... Is it a doll or a, ba- a, a yeah, teddy a bear or something? A doll, yeah. Playing with a baby doll, yeah. And it oh, turns yeah. into... It turns into a um. It turns into basically a, a chemical yeah. weapon. Bomb. Sure, that's surely that's lesson one that 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 guy got taught. Don't vigorously shake around suspect packages. And other yeah. massive factor of this, right? You're clearly FBI. You're dealing with biological and chemical weapons every day. I'm pretty sure you run a test on that facility every single week, if not every day, to make sure the fucking sprinklers work. <laughs> They're all like, oh, we can't get the sprinklers to work. What, did you just forget to fill the bathtub upstairs or something? Come on, what's up? What's up? Yeah. We haven't used these in years. <laughs> we never thought we'd need them. Uh, Very good point. But again, Very it just point. highlights how good the cage is at his job again, because he's pretty calm throughout the whole thing, isn't he? Yep. Not, not yep. flustered. Been here before. Yep. Nailed it. To be honest, mm-hmm. even if his expressions did change, I'm not sure as an actor he'd been able to show it, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and then He does it... raise his voice from time to time. Yeah. He, uh, he then leaves and obviously go home and starts getting drunk. And Correct. he's exactly the, the same. He takes the rest of the day off, yeah. by all accounts, doesn't he? Pissing yeah. about on a uh, guitar. Pulls yeah. the guitar out, and he, which he clearly cannot play. It's not uh, plugged in, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Has one of the worst sex sessions I've ever seen in my life as well. Oh, I know, yeah. It's awful. And then Entrapment, she says she's pregnant, uh, and then <laughs> asks her to marry him. And that, yeah. you know, that's it. Double whammy. Yeah. And then, what a day. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as so, um, post coitus, he tells her to. Um, book a hotel and order some champagne and he's just found out she's pregnant exactly like lay off the champagne maybe get some apple ties <laughs> <laughs> a best. small fanta from the minibar expensive perhaps. that stuff 
He's not booking the beaty sweets, did he on now? <laughs> <laughs> and a lemon fanta for the girl. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say is actually just on the whole when she uh, when she basically proposes to him, um, his his line is, "Whoa." Marriage, please. Pull over. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a typically Nick Cage line. And he delivers yeah. it with expected He, he, he wrote that himself, you know, that line. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they, they desperately wanted to keep that out, but he threatened yeah. to walk. <laughs> he insisted on that line. Just like, I, 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 I am adamant that Dad stays in. They're like, Nicholas, that's really not very funny. That, that's the line that got me involved in this project. <laughs> no wonder Arnie said no. <laughs> but I, marriage please pull we, over she... <laughs> I'll be back and then the funny bit is you would be back watch. <laughs> <laughs> I think before that we see the uh, the helicopters land on Alcatraz do we not no, yeah, and again, right. yeah, I mean, you're right, you're right. Does no one in San Francisco monitor the skies because there's no reaction? <laughs> right. Why is no one whatsoever? wondering they're, where they're these choppers are? They're all military choppers as yeah. well, yes. I know. Why is nobody monitoring it? And, so like, they, and they, they ease their way on with not, no eyelid batted. And they've got the warheads, they've got serious yeah. gear, and yeah. no, one, no one seems to be missing any of this stuff. Oh, yeah. I know. Me. Yeah, who's doing a stock check? <laughs> Yeah, you know, what, what, is that the person that got thrown off the fucking tower. Now miss- oh, he's gone with the stock checker guys. <laughs> we're missing yeah, ten. Yeah. We're missing ten warheads and eight Chinooks. <laughs> <laughs> Someone get me fucking Nicholas Cage on the phone. And where are all our soldiers? There's nobody Daddy. left. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really weird scene right when they get off the boat on Alcatraz. Ed Harris says to these schoolgirls. Um, Oh, hi girls, are you having a good time? Listen, I need you to do something for me. I need you to tell your teacher that um, you need to leave and you want to get back on the boat. So that's why, not a why, weird scene at all. Why would they do what, that? Why would they do what that? What he's doing is, he's, this again Sorry. showing what his no, character is like. Would the, but why would the kids be, they'd be like, uh, no uh, mate, no, mate. here is the Alcatraz. They have school. It's purely in there as character development for Ed Harris so that you understand that Frank is a nice guy. It's so silly. It's so silly. Yeah, well, but they, it's, they, again, it's just trying to show him as a noble Why, why would those person. kids listen to a word he said? Well, because they weren't actually uh, school kids. It was actually the guy from Hard Candy out on a day trip with uh, <laughs> Stephen Lane. <laughs> 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 to be fair, this was uh, 1996. It was probably, I remember we had probably a bit more respect for adults back then. I mean, nowadays, so we just kick him in the shin and shout, Pedo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either that or go out, what, bruv, what? <laughs> you want some? I'll give it you. But, um, Nick, I think, I think you did um, you did Ranger Bob a bad turn in your introduction. He's an enthusiastic and informative tour guide. Yeah, but he was dressed as a boy scout uh, with kids on the tour, which you know just wouldn't get away with these days. <laughs> He's wearing shorts. He was very weird. As well. He's just survived a T Rex attack, mate. Give him a oh, chance. <laughs> get those socks pulled up and get on with it, Bob. <laughs> Fairness, I'm no, glad I'm... Bob didn't. I'm glad Bob didn't get killed because I thought he was going to get sacrificed. I have to yeah. admit, he's quite I, funny I when the, when the two kind of brutes walk up behind him. And he's just like, "Oh, hey guys, is there a problem with the tour?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I laughed at that actually. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. He's... They don't really um. They don't really focus on the hostages much, do they? They don't really no. get much, no. if any, airtime. There's no development of them. There's no panic. You can't see anything. No, no you don't. You don't give a cool. shit about them, do you? Fuck them, no. to be honest. No. They're so no. so low. In the... Cage versus 
Cage and Connery versus Harris. You don't need yeah. anything else. Mm-hmm. They could only afford the extras for like one day, so I mean, they shot. Yeah, that's what it was like day. almost, wasn't it? Well, yeah. now you say that. What about was it Mr. Hamilton's head? Right, we're all worried about oh, Mr. Henderson's head. Sorry, Mr. Henderson gets a lot of airtime. He does to be fair. later in the film. He He's the. Only, I assume he doesn't die. Who is uh, Mr. Yeah. Henderson? When they pull him out and they they go on the we'll, we'll come to that. We'll, we'll carry on. Um, and we'll come back to that. But so I think, the again, just going back to the reactions from the American government is very slow. So I think they found out about the, the helicopters landing with, with nuclear or chemical weapons on Alcatraz yeah. through Ed Harris himself, through a video link. And then a solid four and a half hours later, the council get together at the Pentagon to discuss what to do. What, what were they doing during that time? Oh, there is so much bullshit, <laughs> know, like, right? posturing and dick measuring in that scene. Yeah. It's so, awful. So, like, just, to, just to confirm, it takes the, the, the council four and a half hours to get together in the White House yeah. so they could discuss this. And yet, Nick Cage gets a fucking phone call whilst he's shagging his missus and answers <laughs> it straight away. There is absolutely no way he's answering that phone. Correct. No. Literally no. no way he's answering that phone. I don't know, the sex looked pretty good. They probably just wanted to avoid the whole proposal. <laughs> Why are they on the roof? They've got a perfectly good apartment. Why are they up uh, on the roof? It I looks cold. Yeah. <laughs> didn't look that cold, to be honest, Billy. But, uh, I, we, they were having a great a time, scene, to be perfectly honest. Um, we also see a scene where the, I think it's the deputy director of the FBI, um, gets a call, obviously telling him what's gone down. Um, and his secretary walks in and says, Oh, I'll cancel all your reservations. She doesn't know what he's just heard. Well, no, now she might be a nosy secretary. She's listening and go, "Mm, girl, I'm going to tell everybody what's going on. She might have dialed in. I don't have clearance for this level, Cynthia. Get out. (laughs) God damn it, Cynthia. I told you one more time and you're fired. I think I think even the White Council and the Lord of the Rings got together quicker. All corners of Middle Earth on horses. Yeah, and, and they, they got in touch with each other. They got in touch with each other by lighting fucking beacons. I mean, come on. Exactly. <laughs> it's pre nine eleven, right? And they're they're using dial up internet, so give them a break. For, yeah, know, and there was no he- and there was no helicopters left because the fucking criminals are taking them all. So. <laughs> But no one's checked where they are. There's no stock take on those helicopters, though. <laughs> the, uh, Do we not have two helicopters over there? Ah, there's there's no way of knowing. I can't be asked checking. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, president doesn't find out for like a day and a half or something like that. This is all going on, like, and he's not told. Yeah, right he's away the, somewhere. He's, isn't a, he? he's in the film for like five seconds. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the least yeah, important really person in that room film. somehow. Yeah. <laughs> he's not even in the room. No, that fucking, that, yeah. that wee, like, butcher's apprentice who they're all taking the piss out of in the room. You know, like, the young guy, like, you're 32 uh, yeah. years old, you know, oh, yeah. fuck all. He's just like, Ew. and And then Harris <laughs> makes fun of him as well. Like, how old are you, son? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. He gets I'm, absolutely beast. Every time old. he opens his mouth, he gets hammered. He's <laughs> <laughs> fucking older than us. <laughs> He's literally the same age as us, and he just yeah. getting absolutely Although they've got quality me. webcams for 96. That's some sophisticated shit. Be fair, yeah. Yeah, but it's a military, wasn't it? Well, and yet, yeah, they got quality webcams. Yeah, they couldn't have fucking CCTV outside the actual (laughs) the military installation. Yeah, weapons. (laughs) You know that that scene would have been way funnier if if like the camera was looking at that room and all that was going on behind it. 
on like monitors. <laughs> yeah. Just them all stealing the helicopters, like towing them out and stuff like. <laughs> Reversing it back it up. Ed, Ed Harris is just a decoy. It's like the best plan ever. <laughs> all dressed up as the guards because they're beating them up and taking their clothes in <laughs> yeah. the closet. <laughs> the perfect crime. <sighs> and um, so did anyone else think? I don't know. Maybe I'm being a bit callous, but when Harris is speaking to this um, group council of important people, and yeah, the defence, the secretary, giving them his, his reasons for what he's doing, like anyone else think he just describes exactly what their job position is, like exactly what these men signed up for. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. that you knew what you were you were getting. You're going to be sent abroad. Yeah. If you die, you die. You opted yeah. into signing into like the special forces where it's all covert mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. You get all the cool weaponry. You probably get a little bit more money, but not much. Let's be honest, they are undepreciated. But if you die, you die. You're you're getting written off. I'm sorry, mate. Well, we, yeah, but we don't know whether they were told that they would just be nothing would be recorded about it, and their deaths would be like basically a pauper's death. Um, so maybe they weren't informed about the outcome. Okay. Should yeah. they die? Mm-hmm. I presume. I also think it would be yeah. the the recompensation. The re- yeah, I think it was the compensation, the compensation that was fucked off. Yeah. Um, whereas yeah. actually everything was just swept money, under yeah. the cunt. The weasel, uh, the weasel the out of it, didn't they? I think. <laughs> swept, where, swept under the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's what actually was under that? the country, but. But it's swept under the cunt. <laughs> And we have an episode name. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Swept under that. That won't get past the edit. <laughs> <laughs> so to be so fair, uh, the next thing we get is Sean, meeting Sean Connery, isn't it? The, well, before that, they, they talk about how to get into Alcatraz and the plans. And apparently these blueprints are just useless as fuck because they yeah, talk about yeah. a warden that was there 30 years ago and he would have more knowledge than these fucking blueprints. So they must be pretty bloody useless. Oh, they've changed loads of times. The warden will remember. Yeah, he's mean, actually like, dead. Surely uh, to operate tours there, there must, be, must be a map of like fire escapes and stuff. Surely there's a... Surely yeah, there's some yeah health and map. safety. Yeah, I wouldn't get past health and safety these days. But, yeah. <laughs> but neither would the lack of CCTV. So then, yeah, then we're then we're meeting Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah, that's Plan C after the uh, no Plan B before the plans still. Yeah, after the warden, and then Sean Connery, the next best thing, a thirty-year convict who's in remarkable shape. Let's be honest. Yeah, he's in very good shape. Very good shape. I tell you what, great hair. Yeah, great hair. Hair and beard is on point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a a grunge thing. (laughs) (laughs) Huge pedal jam fan. <laughs> so we found out his uh, birthplace is Glasgow, apparently yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we mentioned for Glasgow, don't we? Uh, the yeah. English and, bastard. And the whole, the whole time as um, <laughs> the whole time as. I love that. I love that later on. Sorry, to way ahead. Yeah, but... I wrote that down as well. English prick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ever tell you my old man was Irish? <laughs> no, you didn't. I've never met you before. Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he does a great line here as well, isn't it? Where he's like, I've been in jail longer than Nelson Mandela, so maybe you've come to make me president. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. 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 And um, so the chief douchebag FBI di- deputy director yeah. um, tells the FBI interrogator, like, 
not to go in ham fisted, like not to hammer him. That guy goes in and fucking hammers him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like immediately. immediately. He yeah, he's yeah. an absolute. Yeah, it's the first thing he does. That guy's useless, isn't he? He does nothing yeah. of any value in the whole film. Yeah, I think his name was Paxton. And yeah, he was absolutely useless. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Got dads in. Got dads in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a complete bell end, isn't he, from start to finish? Yeah, yeah he gets absolutely nothing out of Mason. Yeah. Connery just wants a hotel room in the Fairmont, doesn't he? That's, that's uh, all he wants. Just a suite. Yeah. I, I yeah. want a, a, a shoot, a, a shower, a shave, and the feel of a shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and then, why is Godspeed even there? Well, I was thinking that. No rationale behind that. No yeah. experience in any of no. these fields. Let's and send him in with why on that. earth Highly... would they send him in to ask questions to Mason? He's got zero yeah. interrogation training. No idea, but he does quite a good job. Yeah, he, he does. Well, he does okay. He does better than the last guy. But oh, to yeah, be fair, absolutely. Sean Connery's, uh, Sean Connery's, Nick Cage's comic uh, timing there is actually quite good when uh, Sean Connery says, coffee. And uh, Nick Cage goes, no thanks, I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> like, so not, not for you, you idiot. For me. Go shop and be a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just meant to say, as we get, as we meet Mason when he's been brought out of the high security prison and all the rest of it, uh, again you get to typical Michael Bay, Jeremy Bruckheimer, uh, epic cutaways, Jeremy. wide shots, so. Uh, wide shots, great music, and they do create tension and build things up very, very well. Um, it's a constant, uh, it's a constant um, way of t- storytelling through any movies that they've done together. Yeah. Did you notice yeah. um, when they're in the interrogation room and they're, they're talking as well, um, Goodspeed's got this massive ring on his like pinky yes, finger. Yes, I did see that. I don't know what it is. No, it's it's an awful. It's got like a snake or some nonsense yeah. on it, and it's it's is not like some kind of Mason's thing or something like that. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah, it's Good. no. It's probably just a prop from his last movie. He forgot to fucking take off. <laughs> Couldn't get off his yeah. fat finger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had to put a finger on his fat foot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Sean Connery manages to bust through that glass pretty simply as well, yeah. doesn't he? What's the purpose? Like, uh, uh, does it soften the glass in that area? Well, no, he just scores. I know. He scores the circle. Just scratches it. Eh? Yeah, he scores the circle so that inside so it's ever, ever so slightly going to be. Yeah. It's no, it's just so ever so ever so slightly inside that it's going to be slightly weaker. Yeah, but it wouldn't. Be. No, it wouldn't. Be. I mean, presumably no, this is bulletproof glass. I'd imagine. You'd think so. Um, You'd but, think so. Yeah, Stanley knife on it and you're through. Yeah, he's a super army soldier. Then he sticks his head going and goes, I knew it was you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love that bit. Yeah. I wrote to Womack. That's the the deputy director's name, Womack. Womack. And he he is a fucking worm. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's the bell end, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Slimy little bastard. He's the real enemy, isn't he? Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I would say so. I think you dislike him even more than Ed Harris. And you well, don't really dislike Harris, absolutely. to be fair, but... Yeah. Definitely. I also think I figured out why uh, Arnie didn't want to do this movie. Uh, because Sean Connery gets to drive He's... the Hummer, and Arnie doesn't get anywhere near it. Yeah. Uh, but, I think that's his biggest a, reason for not doing like, how, how You'd yeah. have to rewrite that part. Unless... Arnie was playing Mason, or was it the Nick Cage part? No, I think he was. No, he was playing Nick Nick Cage's part. Yeah, Yeah, it would have been Nick Cage's. Would have been a totally different film. Yeah, 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 it would have been interesting. Well, I don't know. Actually, 
Actually, now that I think about it, I think I like the nerdy hard man combo. Whereas yeah. with Schwarzenegger and Connery, you wouldn't have had that. Did anyone else see similarities to like Jack Ryan stories, like the nerdy analyst yeah. that gets dragged yeah. into action yeah, scenarios against his will, kind of? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, kind of like um, another Nick Cage classic, Con Air, where John Cusack's character yeah gets dragged into well, quite a lot of the know, action. He's a nerdy s- bastard. See if you think yeah. about it, right? I, this was what year did you say this was? Nineteen ninety six. 96, 96 yeah. Yeah. and so that would have been around about the time that Schwarzenegger was d- doing True Lies which is not a totally dissimilar storyline either like he's mm-hmm. an FBI agent he's undercover all the time and he's got to stop the warhead so he maybe maybe he was doing that and he was like mm, too similar for me yeah perhaps yeah possibly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, he wouldn't have gotten Nicholas Cage is great fun in this film like um, yeah yeah, yeah, he's I'd... perfectly suited, actually. I mean, but it would be it would have been an interesting movie to see the comparison. Yeah, um, definitely. But I, yeah. I do agree, Nick Cage is, is pretty perfect for a stand-up mm-hmm. movie. Although yeah. I would say he's a bit more sort of upbeat and charismatic than what Nick Cage normally plays, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, like, around around the time, he was very I much don't... the cool... He was very much the cool action guy, whereas he's a bit more nerdy, as you say, in this. Yeah. Um, I can only think of Con Air. But, uh, I can't, what else was he in round about that time, action-wise? IMD Bill, um, take it away. On it. Yeah, 90s uh, Nicolas Cage. He was almost Superman in the 90s. Is that right? Really? Yeah. That would have been awful. Yeah. Good grief. There's a documentary about it. It was um, Kevin Smith made, makes a di- the documentary, I think. Okay, um, I and I think Tim Burton was set to direct. Um, wow. Donna so Depp would have been in it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Helena Bonham Carter, is... Lois Lane. <laughs> There is yeah. actually pictures of Nicolas Cage in the Superman costume. That's how far this thing was into pre-production before it got wow. um, pulled. Mm. Did, uh, that would have been after Tim Burton did Batman. After right? he did Batman, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So would have been another DC number. Okay, mm-hmm. the Rock. It was, to, it was supposed to ride off the success of Burton's Batman. Cool. The Rock came out in nineteen ninety six. Con Air came out after this in ninety seven. Yeah. Then it what a back to back. Then came Face Off ninety seven, City oh, of Angels, yeah. Terrible. Snake Eyes, Eight Millimeter, Gone Sixty face Seconds. Off? Face Off was ninety seven. Face Off. Oh, did he? Um, yeah. yeah, he had like but a. But he was a busy boy around about that time. Yeah, wasn't he? yeah a lot of he good was, movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. you forget you you kind of forget half of the stuff he's done for mm-hmm. good reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean <laughs> that exactly. four that four years he had a really good couple of four years and that. What had he done before? Did. What had he done before The Rock? Uh, so before The Rock, immediately beforehand, he did Leaving Las Vegas, which is a good film. Oh um, uh, yeah, is he not like the nephew of Francis Ford Coppola or something? Ooh. Is that not how he got his foot in the door? Oh, I don't know. Um, son of comparative literature professor August Coppola, whose brother is director Francis Ford Coppola and dancer yeah, choreographer Joy Bogusline. Good darts, mate. There you go. So um, back to the Fairmont. Um, Sean yeah, Connery organizes his escape pretty successfully. Um, I mean, it's a pretty poorly guarded hotel suite, given the, given the, the kind stakes. of degree of guy they're dealing with. I mean, everyone's just tucking into the room service. Yeah, I mean that's a, bit, a laugh. pretty obvious like, trick. What I would say, like, right? yeah. oh, room service. Yeah. Holy shit! Did you order that? No, I've been watching him the whole time. <laughs> oh, so have I. <laughs> Well, someone's ordered it. Well, let's just tuck in, eh? Let's just tuck in, yeah. They've bought one of everything. What Brilliant. The, um, what do you mean? I'm hungry. What is the rope thing in the shower? It's a uh, soap on a rope, I think. But I, I wondered that as well, because why have you got a length of rope? 
And it's, yeah, that it's, rope it's, snaps hundred percent on the weight of a pod. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Think so, yeah, definitely. So. definitely. Yeah. I think the uh, the camp the ca- the camp hairdresser is brilliant. He's yeah. so funny. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. All I want to know is, do you like your hair? <laughs> yeah, dedicated to his craft. Like, I appreciated that. He's just a he's just a skilled tradesman trying to do an honest day's yes. work. Doesn't care it was about a brilliant, ABS. brilliant uh, combo with those two. Just Sean Connery just looking. Uh, he doesn't approve of this camp man at all. And then uh, there's one part where he's he's given uh, Mason the haircut and he says about Womack, he's not very nice, is he? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I did think it was silly that um, Connery puts on his beautiful new suit before getting the haircut. Yeah, yeah I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, I thought that's that as well. I was it? like, what? What? Why would you do it that way around? Yeah. He's going to be itching all yeah. day. Why would you do it that yeah. way around? You need to have a shower just after that, wouldn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> the best bit of that's when that little that little prick's hanging off the edge, and like all the goons yeah. go over to pull him up, and it's like, you got to pull my arm off, you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll let you go then. Sorry. They're all just hauling him up by the arm, like he's like well over. They could just grab his shirt or something. Like they're still hauling so off I, his fucking shoulder. Like I read a good bit of trivia about that scene that they they actually obviously filmed it with a stuntman, but they off the roof of the hotel, and there was numerous phone calls to the police that day because there was a man dangling from the roof of the Hilton. The <laughs> um, but yeah, that whole scene like. One, the, the rope breaks, and two, when he kind of runs out the room and the chair goes, that chair didn't look substantial enough. It's either flipping right over the balcony and the guy's yes, gone, or, yeah. or it's just smashing to bits. And then he runs down. Mm. And did you notice, like, when they run through the hotel and they go down the up escalator, even though there's a perfectly good flight of stairs right next to it, <laughs> that yeah. when Stanley Goodspeed comes down, even though um, Mason's already been down and knocked all the food flying and stuff, the, it's immaculate. They've cleaned up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like those guys have just cleared up. They're trying to get back to the top of the stairs. Now, good speed comes bailing around the corner and fucking knocks them down again. And they're like, what the fuck? Chef's done another bowl of lobster bisque and another <laughs> two medium rare steaks. And it's, now it's still, all over the place again. He's still carting fucking room service to that room full of useless pricks. They're still, they're still, they're still <laughs> stuffing their face. They don't know he's left. What can I say? I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Mark, but I thought, again, good speed, who is obviously a chemical expert and no previous agent training really apart from a couple of weeks I think is still the most competent agent during that whole yeah. scene uh, oh, yeah. and actually just to rewind a little bit he weirdly insists on having a gun in that scene yeah yes. he's not a field agent yeah yeah so like one of the actual trained guys ends up giving him <laughs> his gun yeah, yeah which surely wouldn't be allowed <laughs> yeah. as well silly <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a form for that, like transfer, like evidence, transfer this over to the next a person. A few weeks yeah. to get that, surely. Yeah. yeah. But, um, fuck, they don't even know where their helicopters are. They don't give a fuck about the guns. <laughs> <laughs> it's America. You could have picked one up so, at Walmart anyway, right? What we've established in this movie is that um, both health and safety, CCTV, and the bureaucracy of transferring anything is null and void. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was the 90s. Well, <laughs> simpler times, um, eh? Yeah. Mark, you mentioned. I mean, we earlier, saw how easily us, um, Hannibal Lecter travelled around the world in the year two thousand yeah. in Hannibal. So yeah, I guess it's true. not that ridiculous. Well, I'll, well, I'll tell you, he got around, but it's not so easy to get pigs to another country. 
bureaucracy and the legislation is ridiculous I'll back up it's been five weeks since we did that and I'm struggling to get one pig brought over from Italy it's not easy and we're still technically got a trade barrier fuck anyway so he's uh, he steals a Humvee which is not the best car to go on a chase with let's be honest but I don't know about that it's pretty indestructible um, as, we, as we see yeah, tell that to the, the American chase. military Billy yeah, That's no, I'm sorry, bullshit. It's uh, San Francisco. It's just full of hills. That thing is just going to topple over at the first. To be corner. fair, he probably would have run out of gas by the end of the road. I hope you're insured. <laughs> Both of these cars are um, stolen so absurdly easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To be Big fair, time. the Ferrari 355 is absolutely <clears throat> gorgeous, and it was a pleasure <clears throat> to see it. Yeah, but however, like, every I... time they cut back from the Humvee to the Ferrari in any of the the chase scenes. Where the music is the music is really loud, the the sound effects are as loud as you like, explosions going off, all the rest of it. They are driving about fifteen miles an hour. If you look at the, everything that they're passing by, <laughs> yeah. it's about fifteen miles an hour max, <clears throat> and you see them slowly, you know, yeah. traversing the uh, the debris that's left in the wake of the Humvee. Yeah, but like you and as well, you can't just jump in a Ferrari and drive it like your Ford Focus. Like yeah. he would crash in the first corner. There's no way Ferrari and he, he, he's had some amount of training. He's an amazing driver as well, which <laughs> must be part of the the chemical weapons training. To be ridiculous. honest, by that point, yeah. I thought he'd sat on his gun. Yeah, and let's face it, he probably wouldn't <laughs> even know how to drive stick, let alone a Ferrari. True. Yeah, <laughs> but I noticed when Sean Con there's one bit where Sean Connery's driving the Humvee. And he, he's going down this hill in the street and he crashes into a couple of cars into a wall and you think he's a bit fucked and then the frame pans back a little bit and he's started back from where he started and he's going at speed again during the <laughs> yeah. same crash. It, 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 you know, no, no interruption whatsoever. They just they turned the music up and made a louder sound effect at that point and that's it to cover. <laughs> that Humvee, no matter what he does, he can drive into cars which explode for no reason. Um, yeah. He just bumps it, yeah. it's boom, it's, the shop explodes next oh, to it. What an absurd <laughs> trail no of destruction. no damage to the hum- Humvee whatsoever. It's a Humvee, mate. It's American military. They were yeah, but to, it would still be they scratched. Were to, uh, they were trying to sell that <laughs> dream at the time, weren't they? But the best explosion in that whole uh, situation is at the end of the car chase, is the tram. And you see the poor boy on the tram just trying to earn his fucking daily <laughs> bread yeah. on the tram. Brilliant. Everybody's on. Everybody, this tram is rammed. You couldn't get any more people on. It's people hanging off it. And then you cut to the explosion as people are jumping off this tram as it starts sliding down the hill again at five miles an hour. It starts sliding down the hill, which it then explodes straight up vertically in the air, about three <laughs> metres in the air. And nobody, I mean nobody, is on that tram. Cut back to the tram driver sticking his head around the corner of the tram once it's collapsed and it's on its side. Like, yeah. I really hate that man. <laughs> How the most is obvious like... thing, though, the tram's electric. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have an engine. That's... <clears throat> like, what, what's blowing up there? What's I don't really... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then... It's Michael Bay. He doesn't need to justify yeah. the explosions. Yeah, like, and Nicolas Cage contributes absolutely nothing to this chase. No. Zero. No. Absolutely Zero. nothing. It just wrecks Yeah, but he does a better job than the rest of the whole I mean, horse. at least, he, I, I suppose at fair. least he keeps him in his sights, but... Apart from contributing, apart from contributing to probably more damage than any of those warheads could do, 
<laughs> I mean, they, they've destroyed yeah, so, so like, much of that city in that fucking. I actually made crashes. a list of all the ridiculous obstacles that he crashes into in the oh, Humco, right? Yeah. Or, or, or narrowly misses. So one of them was an old, like a bunch of old women. Classic. There was a truck that was just delivering big tubs of water. Full of TNT. There's oh yeah. Uh, there's a tram. There's um there's a multicolored Volkswagen Beetle covered in hippie signs. Um, there's a row of parking meters, and there's also a group of wheelchair racers. <laughs> <laughs> now, see if you watch Bad Boys Two, which Michael Bay also directed. You I'm ain't sure seen this, Bad it's Boys Two. Exactly 2? the same. <laughs> I actually haven't seen Bad Boys Two. Have you not? Well worth the oh, watch. That's that's the saddest yeah, part. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is fantastic. Get that watched, Daddy. I should watch. That'd be a brilliant film to probably do. I'll, I'll watch podcast. the first one first, though, eh? maybe. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. But, um, Although, you probably wouldn't. You'd, I'm you sure. don't, no, there's I, not much continuity in it, so you no. don't have to worry. I didn't think there would be. The uh, the the end of the chase scene when um, Goodspeed gets out of the Ferrari, there's that stupid shot that Michael Bay does in all his movies where the camera's like looking up to the, the actor and the sky's behind him he's looking really windswept and tired it's just like then dramatic music for like yeah. 40 seconds for no reason yeah and then the guy goes that like this passerby where a dirt bike goes um uh oh my god is that your ferrari he goes it's not mine and he takes his dirt bike yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, he says, hey man, you just fucked up your Ferrari. Yeah. It's not mine. And neither's this. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. So good. So good. You can absolutely you can spot a mile away the lines that Nicolas Cage wrote for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd lived that again. Yeah, it's well done. So Nick. good. So good. I really wish someone would start pinwriting these lines. Yeah. <laughs> we can't, you'll literally walk. It's too late now. Arnold Swartnagar's doing true lies. It's we're fucked. We'll have to put up with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and and then it turns out that this nonsense was all just so Mason could um, very briefly reacquaint himself with his daughter. I love that though, because it's such a ridiculous story arc, but it's yeah. brilliant. And then he's so nonchalant when like every cop in the fucking city turns up <laughs> to arrest him. <laughs> yeah, and, and not a SWAT team, just standard regular police officers and FBI agents. Nobody's running towards him and put the cops on him. It's just Stanley Goodsby that goes, oh, come on, you're working with us to help him out, mm-hmm. which is really mm-hmm. nice of him to do, let's be honest about it. Yeah, which is but yeah. interesting no, enough, no though, hurry. because it goes from him not being able to read how to handle a situation at all in the interrogation room to turning into being the coolest guy you'll ever meet. and be like, your uh, father's working for us. It's like, and then yeah. he goes, what yeah. the hell, man? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> then we get introduced to... Um, Kyle Reese yes. and his team of um, his, yeah, what's his, his name? Michael team? Bean or something like is that. Is it pronounced Bean? I, I don't know. I, I didn't want to say that earlier on in yeah. case you guys all took the piss out yeah, of me. But because I, I feel like he suffers from the same curse as Sean Bean. Has he ever made it to the end of a film? <laughs> uh, well, I've only Are seen him in two both films. Has-beens? And it, Neither. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you do Sean Bean like that, Mark? <laughs> But no, I'm I'm pretty sure he dies in everything I've seen. Uh, Terminator, this, Aliens. Um, oh yeah, he's in Aliens, isn't he? Yeah, he's also in the Mandalorian. Is he? Mm. Not for long. He dies. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just having a look at his IMDb. He does die an awful lot. 
Yeah, can't find anything he makes it out of. No. <laughs> Still alive in real life, though, eh? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. As far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, he was he... in The Mandalorian. That was shot a couple of years yeah. ago, so... I think he's quite a good actor. Yeah, I mean, bad. based on these two films, he's all right, but I, I don't know if he could lead a film very yeah. well. I yeah. suppose he leads Terminator a little he's fine, bit. He's fine yeah, in he Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's, it's got quite big characters in it anyway, like Linda Hamilton's massive in it and yeah. obviously Arnie. So yeah. it's not all about him. I don't, I don't think he'd be... He wouldn't be a Nicolas Cage, for instance. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's in the... He couldn't write those lines. <laughs> mm-hmm. Couldn't drive that Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> So we meet uh, so th- Michael Bean's team point, of uh, the, the Special Forces soldiers, right? Yeah, in like the Renegades. FBI crisis center. Yeah. And uh, they get briefed and all the rest of it, and then they get prepared to go on their mission. Do we need to talk about the briefing, or can we get straight well, to um, the... Crack. There's just a, a couple of points. I, uh, just something I want to point out. So like, they're in this um, FBI crisis center that is super high-tech. You know, It's full of like the absolute top technology that is available to them great webcams um yeah it has the fucking mingingest toilets i've ever seen yeah so bad aren't they (laughs) so bad but to the point point, i genuinely thought that they used the same set for those toilets as they used for the toilet on uh alcatraz island and it wouldn't surprise me if they did to be perfectly honest oh alcatraz (laughs) very possibly very possibly yeah 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 the the prisoners are like fuck off i'm not pissing in that <laughs> and then, no, we never fucking see the prisoners anyway. And then I also <laughs> thought it was really silly that they bring Cage's girlfriend to the command center. Right, mate. Yeah, what's that all about? Yeah, and she is seriously irritated. Like, to be fair to- though, to- right? I have, I, have a, I have a real bugbear with that. I thought that was a little bit later, but I have a real bugbear with that. <laughs> the guy that's looking after her, lock the fucking doors, man. Oh, I knew. Like, come what on. are yeah. you doing in this car? That like, you're sitting in the front, she's in the back. Lock the doors. I know. What, what, one re- job, it, like. Ridi- Literally one job. It's ridiculous job. as well, isn't it? Because they're, they're, they're going through a national crisis here. They need all hands on deck, but they're happy to send a couple of guys to go and pick up Nicholas Cage's wife from the airport. Yeah. yeah. And, pre- and presumably walk her through the level of clearance to get her in that room as well. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. those were the me- Unfortunately, those were the men that were doing the stock checks for the helicopters. <laughs> Excuse me. How'd you get into the top secret room? Day. Oh, it's easy. Just up the end on the left. Don't worry. There's no cameras or fuck all. You can just wander in. <laughs> she, probably just, she probably just asked Bocek's secretary and he, she pointed him in the right direction. <laughs> Why is it so easy for kids to break into the Pentagon? <laughs> that was another point I wanted to make. Like, I thought, I thought again, this was a little bit later. But So um, Michael Bean and his whole team are covered in camel paint, BN. and yet Mason and Nick Cage don't get any camel paint at all. Like, what is, what is going on? Oh, yeah, yeah these why? are the two important guys. Let's shoot these <laughs> motherfuckers. I actually read, though, that um, Michael Bay intentionally had Nicolas Cage's costume made to make him look stupid, to make him look out of place and like a bigger nerd. Um, so, oh, like he just like, got one off the rack. Like, oh, you, you, exactly, you must get exactly. Large, yeah. So, so apparently, Nicholas Cage even brought it up to Michael Bay and said, like, you know, these guys all look really cool, and I look like an idiot. And like Michael <laughs> Bay was like, well, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the idea. idea. The, there's a yeah. bit that really bugs me. It's like you it's say, a bit like, silly that though. I yeah. I noticed the the camouflage thing as well. It really bugged me. But before that, when they're in the the big meeting hall, uh, the the briefing room, and they're all talking about uh, the BX gas, they're giving. 
the lecture to Nicolas Cage's character. He's the expert. <laughs> He's the one that should, <laughs> would be given the lecture. They're like, yeah, so if you do uh, come into contact, use the atrophy needle into your chest. It's like, Nicolas Cage knows this. Leave him alone. <laughs> I totally agree sure. with you. He should be the one leading that um, debrief. The briefing, yeah. Yeah. I also love in the, the uh, not just in that room, but throughout the, the film as we uh, go through various sequences where you see various computer screens and all the rest of it, I love how 90s the graphics of everything are. Uh, it's, it's just a little nod to the past yeah. because the film was always made in the past, but it's just like, it's so 90s. You gotta love it. Yeah, like Pre- seeing Win- them which is just using a, like Windows 95. Yeah, Windows 95 at its peak. <laughs> I'm just disappointed good speed runs to the toilet to vomit. There was surely a convenient bin around. <laughs> you mean they didn't have a desk bin? <laughs> what kind of office is this? Those floppy disks only used to take about one megabyte, did they not, back oh, in the day? So I don't that, know what important plans they've got. Have they, have they got the blueprints on them for Alcatraz? <laughs> <laughs> oh, or like one room per, per floppy yeah. disk. Well, they did, but the warden was looking after them and he's dead now, so... Uh... Yeah. They buried them with yeah. him. The only man that the only man that knew. <laughs> yeah, that's quite yeah, that's quite ridiculous. So luckily, Ed Harris and his team are are more on the ball with helicopters flying, though, aren't they? Because they they see the see them coming, don't What's they? What's that they noise? Drop helicopters. In the water. Oh, yeah, they're extremely yeah. <laughs> loud vehicles, not the thing that you want for an amphibious assault on an isolated island. I know. Yeah. Literally, they could have taken any kind of boat. No, no, no. A, yeah. a submarine, perhaps? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm no, I'm no water expert, but I just thought probably the best thing to take. To be fair, the know. things that they Maybe use not. when they're in the water are pretty cool. But why? Yeah, I mean, why, there's only a couple of miles. Them... How could they not right? have used those from the shore? Exactly. I'm sure that went uh, normally. Yeah, yeah, could, could have taken probably would have taken quite a while though, probably. Yeah, but they had. Yeah, I mean, they've already spent time. four and a half hours pissing about and all that. Yeah. So the time Wasted was of the essence hours by on this point. Chasing Sean Connery around. Yeah, you the used city. all the budget for Nicolas Cage's costume on Sean Connery's haircut <laughs> <laughs> and room service. Yeah, and the prob- yeah. <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah, so they get in and Sean Connery. They're all in this little room and they're all like. So how do we actually get in? And Sean Connery's just like warming himself by this mad fire. <laughs> he just rolls away underneath it. Yeah. yeah. This absurd <laughs> he, machine. He, he takes a lot. Of, he takes a lot of liberties, doesn't he? He's a jammy bastard. Yeah. He just yeah. rolls. He doesn't yeah. know fuck but all. He's like, he, remember she the timing shortly. 35 years ago. He's got to do it backwards yeah, that, now. I know. Yeah. And like, I know. One, what does that machine do? Two, why is it on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the heating system, but, Stephen. <laughs> The heating's not on the um, It's absurdly it. dangerous. Absurdly dangerous. It, I want to ask, does Alcatraz have this... Does anyone know this? Have this many tunnels and caves and shit? Is that, like, real? Or is this fictional? Oh, I've got no idea. Well, the only guy that well, knew no. was the warden, so we're not sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I might be wrong. I think Alcatraz was originally, like, a military fort way, way, way back. It was. They talk when, about it yeah. in the film. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, it probably does have all these mad tunnels and stuff, just like mm-hmm. you'd get in a normal present present day castle from medieval times. Surely, uh, fill in those tunnels so that it lessens the, the chance of people escaping the way. Where, where's you know, the fun people... in that? <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nick, the helicopters are still missing, mate. Just because you want the tunnels filled in sixty years ago doesn't mean it's happening. <laughs> on that point, though, on that point, at no point do we ever see the helicopters again on the island. You know when things go pear shaped. Like, yeah, let's true. head to the helicopters yeah. and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. No, no, no. 
So Sean Connery has uh, rolled through the fire, and we think that he's just shafted them and making his another escape for freedom. Well, you know when they get to the shower room bit and they get ambushed? Yeah. yeah. I didn't understand what their plan was there. Does anyone know what the actual plan was? Because um, it was fucking shit. You mean the good guys? Yeah, the good guys-ish. Yeah. Yes. There, there's no way you're... Like, I don't understand why Michael Bean just doesn't back down because there's no way that they're winning in that scenario. Yeah. Like, Ed Harris not... actually explains it to you. You are... We are in an elevated <laughs> position. We have guns yeah. on you. You cannot win I know. this. Yeah. yeah. Totally Don't agree. try it, Michael Bean. We have the high ground. <laughs> That's probably that fucking strat, strat, strategist body ex, uh, that, that boy in the fucking office is absolutely yeah. shite, isn't he? Yeah. Although, his plan. Um, Michael Bean does give quite a rousing, Stunning passionate speech. speech. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, he won't, um, that he won't stand down um, and <laughs> tries to kind of reason with the, the traitors um, that you know, they're not being patriots yeah. like they think they are. Who are all... Yeah, he almost, like, under... He tries to empathise with them, doesn't he? And say, I understand yeah. why you're pissed off. This so, is not for a moment, I thought, I thought he was going to actually join Harris. Yeah, so did I. I would have loved that scene Wait. if he's just, like, at the end of his rousing speech and he's just like, I'm real stay here, man! And turn around, the last one's crawling down the ladder into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, God damn it, you pussies. Instead, the exact opposite <laughs> happens. They get massacred, and all the guys shooting down on them are terrible shots. Yeah. Or they've all got like really good body armor. Um, and <laughs> and your boy at the bottom is like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And Nick Cage and Sean Connery are looking at him, basically saying, "They're all getting slaughtered. They're all dead." Yeah. If you go up there, you're gonna die. And so he does. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't. Yeah. And he doesn't no, even do that, well. that whole that whole situation comes about in the swimming pool. Which I think is the the question you were asking earlier is that um he tries to move the motion sensor like they think they blocked it with the with the, the mirror. mirror like mm -hmm. he puts like yeah, a dentist yeah. mirror up and thinks that they blocked yeah. the laser but all they've done is trip the beam which has set the wire set the the mm -hmm. whole sensor off which is why they know they're in the shower trip the Michael beam yeah <laughs> <laughs> so like but it's a weird one because instead of just sending two guys to check out what's going on in the showers no no. Let's send everybody. Or do they yeah. not? No, they actually have CCTV, don't they? And they see them on the yeah, CCTV. Yeah, they know so they, that everyone's They're there. already set up better than yeah. the American yeah. government. I just, there was, there was no end game for the good guys no. here, yeah. was there? They, Tuco, totally headless chickens. Dr. Cox, Tuco, yeah. they're, all, they're all in the best positions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah Dr. Sure. Cox is pretty yeah. badass as well. Bean doesn't stand a chance. No. He would have been on toast if he kept that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Mason and Goodspeed survive um, because they're not stupid. They just stay in Correct. the tunnel and don't announce their presence. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> I wanted to see it. I wanted to see it. It's my fucking film and I'm fucking saying that like... <laughs> That's what the a best, brilliant line that best is, line though, in yeah. the whole film. You, and then you, got, you like, got in well. She was the prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> that was the next she next note the that I had, and I wasn't missing that opportunity. Ah, you prick! And he's just like, oh, she she was the prom queen. Oh, fuck off, Nicholas Cage. Did you write that line as well? No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I just wanted to make a, a note on, and this is totally uh, slightly, well, slightly very unrelated, but. Uh, 
I play Call of Duty, and on Modern Warfare, one of the places you go when you die, you get sent to the Gulag, and the Gulag is literally the showers from Alcatraz. And I only put two and two together that they'd base the whole prison model of where you get sent to in Call of Duty when you, you get killed on Alcatraz. Um, and that is my Nerd. cast for the week. Yeah. <laughs> what do we even <laughs> For all our 12-year-old listeners. 12? <laughs> Not again, BE. But Jeff, I mean, you know, you know, just to go back to go back to his wife again, Nicholas Cage's wife. She is the most pointless character, isn't what she? Oh, yeah, she's utterly yeah. pointless. There's, yeah, and you know, it would have been more interesting. It would have been more interesting if they gave Sean Connery's daughter a larger role and hinted at some kind of romantic interest between her and Goodspeed. Yeah, that would have been a better story. Yeah. to be fair. Yeah, um, but she was a point, bit pointless as well. Yeah, but yeah. both However, of those it does tie in well. It does pointless. tie in well with Con Air because you know, in Nick Cage's next film, his wife is nine months pregnant, even though he's been working away the whole time, and we don't know who he's been. She's been sleeping with. Uh, ah, good but, point. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, because he's been he's been away in the army yeah, or something. Been away for two years, and yet his his wife's nine months pregnant, and yet he's okay with it. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's another yeah, that's film. If point, he was going to fall in love with Sean Connery's daughter in this. The end scene with the the microfilm and stuff like that doesn't really work because they've had to go yeah, get married. Probably, so, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, yeah, but yeah. no, I agree with you. She's a completely waste of time character. Yeah. She does. She like, yeah, I get Con Air is a good comparison. His wife was a fairly important partner, especially with his baby and all that. Whereas she was this no point for Nicholas Cage Put having a wife the bunny in this film. Back no. in the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Save it for the Con Why Air couldn't episodes? you put the bunny back in the box? <laughs> so they escape uh they decide to stay alive uh and uh nick cage tries uh well mason decides he's had enough he's making it off the island by this point and nick cage pulls the gun on him uh and sean connery basically says uh that the gun is on safety um what what are you even planning to do with it nick cage looks at it he disarms him and then basically leaves the island Lo and behold, two of the goons have been sent after them and chased them down the mine shafts. Oh, and yeah. there's a great bit where uh, Sean Connery's they're fighting, and he shoot he takes ages to shoot the aircon unit so that it comes down and lands on yeah. one of the the squad. Or he could have just shot the guy in the head in this time. Yeah. it was ridiculous. <laughs> and there's another bit where um, there's a guy that kind of looks like um, cool off. called Steve Austin. And um, Mason throws a knife at him, and the guy oh. the guy has about three seconds to scream because yeah. this knife is hurtling towards him. Yeah, he doesn't have enough time to get out of the way of the of said it's, knife. It's a bit like Austin Powers. No, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, the steamroller turned in towards him at one mile an hour. Like. Yeah. The, knife, the knife doesn't even spin though, does it? It just goes straight for him. Yeah, it just goes straight. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's quite, um, the, quite the throw. I mean. <laughs> So but when they when they're running through like the, the the sewers and stuff like that, they throw all the um, grenades and the gas canister down. This little gas canister is like you know thirty centimeters tall, and they throw it down. It makes this never ending explosion that runs all the way through the sewers mm. and rattles the island to its very core. You're like no, it yeah. doesn't. Man. Is this? Um, I take that camping with me at weekends. <laughs> is this where Doctor Cox makes his? Meets his untimely end. Yeah, this yeah. is where they have the little Crash Bandicoot race bit on the cool cars. Yeah. Can I just say uh, two things that I meant to mention when we were chatting about the, show- the showers? I thought actually there was a really good use of silence once um, Bean's team had been uh, massacred in the showers. There was really good use of silence and just sort of 
atmosphere where you see the the hot rifle still smoking uh it was a very clever use of the shot of silence and then eerie music um the realization that takes place but there's also a really good juxtaposition in terms of how much of a shit show the government have been running and in control of their team and when frank gives the order when ed harris gives an an, an order it's carried out to the t instantly mm-hmm. straight away mm-hmm. you know and that, like, that's obviously something that we see slip as time wears on and he's yeah, not yeah. actually gaining what he wants but initially um they respond excellently well to his his command um and as you say when uh dr cox uh, he he pulls john c mcginley up for so is he dead why are you still looking at me basically uh and sends yeah, him after yeah that's right yeah yeah and um yeah, he has a bit of a bizarre death because uh, you know he's he's dangling off the rail car if I remember correctly mm-hmm, with yeah. his feet on fire, mm-hmm. and yes. then I think Mason pushes him off and he falls like fifteen feet into water and he's dead. Yeah, he didn't right. actually get shot or anything. Yeah, no, it's yeah. quite weird. I think with he can't, that, maybe though, he can't the, swim. The, the shock of the water on the fire would stop <laughs> your legs working. That's the only the reason I could. Think I think it's maybe setting us up for a Doctor Cox spin-off. Yeah. <laughs> that we're still gonna we're gonna get one day. Michael Bay is is in the process of writing that. He comes back with a vengeance, uh, looking for Sean Connery. Nineteen-year-old yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Connery, <laughs> who's still incredibly fit and healthy. Ah, Doctor Cox, yeah. we meet again. <laughs> no, then, we don't. <laughs> there's a brilliant scene where um, Mason's hanging by his feet upside down off a rail car, and. Um, Goodspeed asks him if he's okay, and he says, "Yes, perfectly okay, you fucking idiot." <laughs> <laughs> and the guy at the top just... that impression, be. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that goes with Doctor Cox um, runs down the the thing after being on like the Crash Bandicoot minecart race bit, and they turn they go round this corner only to come back out in the same bit. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. I, I really, I still don't understand. I've seen this film like can loads I, of times. Can I also and they fuck just say? Are we not going to point out like why the fuck are there minecarts at Alcatraz at all? Are what we, are they there gonna, for? Yeah. We're just going to be okay with it. I mean, yeah, the only yeah, thing I could but... think of is to power that fucking stupid heating flaming yeah. It must be a throwback. Yeah. But... I think they said Alcatraz has been open for a couple hundred years, so it must be a throwback yeah. to like yeah, cold yeah. and shit. But I also read that this was supposed so to be a lot larger scene of them Doesn't matter, riding Mark. around in real carts <laughs> and all sorts of fucking nonsense. But the budget just wasn't there for it basically so spent too much blowing up the fucking tram for no reason whatsoever (laughs) (laughs) Nicolas Cage's wife was the highest fucking wage earner (laughs) Um, yeah so and they uh, this is where they come out of the mines and stuff like that and they cut back I think to the um, the the main presidential FBI and stuff like that and they're trying to get this thermite to come and blow up the island and they can't get like nobody can get an order order form signed for them to get this thermite, and they're all just dicking about, like dr- going through bureaucracy. They can steal all these helicopters, but see if you want something to actually blow up something that's going to save the planet. Can't get it. Got to go through the correct channels, yeah. You can't skip through these things. <laughs> now, don't be hasty. We've got to skip. Got to go through the right probably... channels. This is how this happened the last time. <laughs> Yeah, but can we not start when this what? is over? No, no, no. We really want to avoid this again. We start but now. Thousands dead. Thousands dead. 
seconds. <laughs> all the emails have got to the secretary of the head of the FBI. He's like, no, no, he's not taking any appointments today. <laughs> he's got the stock guy on the phone. He's like, no, see what you've submitted is form B24. But what you actually need to submit is form B23, appendix 5C. And you need to get Idiot. that. You, you need yeah. to get that from window 12, right? <laughs> Tell Janice I sent you. Janice is on a break. Where's fucking Cynthia when you need her? Right? <laughs> and and this is where Larry Henderson makes an appearance. Who's he gets hauled up. He gets hauled up. He's one of the. He's the only. Um, one of the captives. Yeah, he's the he's only yeah, hostage. He's like yeah. Yeah. Tight, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's this Larry. old man, middle-aged man. He's like, my name's Larry. Oh, um, that sniffling pussy. Oh, <laughs> fucking go out with some dignity, you old bastard. <laughs> fucking pathetic. You've lived your life, Henderson. Fucking <laughs> give someone else a chance. He's like, take one of the kids. <laughs> There's like, some schoolgirls <laughs> on the island. <laughs> They're like, Jesus Christ, Henderson, you're savage. <laughs> and then you get the epic Sean Connery walking shot, where it's just a lot, yeah. a shot of him walking down, um, being all Sean Connery-like, um, and talking to Ed Harris. And he says, personally, I think you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the best, I actually thought the best quote of this film, and we've missed it, because... He, he fucks off for like for like two minutes. The Nicholas Cage gets apprehended immediately. Then he comes back and saves him, doesn't he? He wipes that guard out, and oh, yeah, uh, and then yeah, he's yeah. just like, "Thought you were going." It's just like, uh, what is <laughs> "Fuck, I've lost it. I've lost it on my fucking notes." <laughs> because the last time I slammed this channel, I was your age, so I was fucked either way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, on on the because uh, they capture obviously Cage and Connery. And then they put, there's obviously, presumably, hundreds of empty cells with nothing in them. Mm-hmm. And then they put Sean Connery in a poorly guarded cell <laughs> with a bed, with a mattress. This is a man who, you know, can make rope out of anything that's extremely yeah. durable. And they, they surely they should have cleared out the bed. They should have just I avoid mean, any like, problems. They should have just killed him. Why keep him alive? And why Ed are they Harris, keeping him as prisoners anyway? Because Ed yeah. Harris, as we know, he isn't want to kill anyone. He's a good guy. person. He's actually yeah, doing this okay, for the right okay, reasons. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the underlying thing. You're right. Just shoot him. It makes so yeah. much more sense. Yeah. Oh, but if you're I'm, not going to shoot him, put him in an empty cell with nothing that you could use as a weapon yeah. or to escape with. And it's an amazing, miraculous escape, don't get me wrong. Don't yeah. really know how he does it, but pretty skilled to hook uh, it good on that speed fucking latch. is so annoying in that scene. Oh, Imagine yeah. being locked up with him. I'd take oh, measuring gutting you. Shit. So oh, overacted. <laughs> so overacted that yeah. scene. Right? It's fucking... Cringeworthy. Is this the no. part where he no, says... That's blasphemy saying Nicolas Cage overacts in the scene. Let's not get <laughs> <laughs> Is this? He says something about um, Zeus's butthole. Yeah, he, he yeah. says... Um, right, so I, I understand yeah, so that you swam the channel. I understand that you rolled through the fire, which was pretty cool, by the way. But, and maybe, just maybe, you could tell me how you got out of your... Cell. In the name of Zeus's butthole, you got out of your cell, and then you the missed door the one opens. line from the court, Billy. Apparently, he he fought Michael Bay tooth and nail to keep that stupid Zeus's butthole line in the thing. Unbelievable! Like Michael Bay wasn't having it, but Nicholas Cage was fucking. It went too far by then, hadn't it? It went too far. It's like we can't get rid of him now. I think Cage wrote the whole script. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then Sean Connery says, "Was he the script writer?" Or Fred Shikrich, my son. And they move on. 
don't see that, so. But to be fair, it's uh, it's pretty ingenious uh, that he he manages to find or pull off a bit of the bed, I presume, that he ties to the rope, and then uh, hell of a name. And to, he makes uh, like a get the he makes uh, just a rope. Get makes the rope and then yeah, swings rope it right. But to right, the so I I, I get that he gets yeah. I get that how the the rope sticks on, but presumably once the rope's stuck on, how the fuck do you get it back off again? Like cause, you because you know he, he opens the wrong that, cell. The lever does it, falls dro- does it drop completely? So, I thought I thought yeah, it only dropped to down. ninety degrees. But even if it did, it would just be a case of pulling it out. It'd be easy. It's fine. Don't easy. worry about it, Mark. Yeah, no worries, mate. Mate, <laughs> let's go easy. Alcatraz. You pay. So we escape the cell. And uh, is this uh, when we start to see Hummel starting to lose his nerve as well? Yeah, Hummel's getting yeah. anxious and he starts going... Uh, is this when he's... Just to remind yeah. you of the time, General Sir. The yeah, hour yeah, is approaching, does, General does, Sir. Oh, doesn't want to fire a missile, yeah, but those... the government still have no fucking idea what to do at this point either. Yeah. They're they're all over the place. Yeah, and like Hummel's guns are so intent on firing those bombs. Oh yeah, yes. I know. Warmongering yeah. bastards. They're aren't psychopaths. They? Yeah, yeah, but they're yeah. fucking they're jarheads, aren't they? They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're off weasel the tips. Nah, they they fully yeah. they fully committed to being terrorists by this point. Yeah, they they're, they're not, not really on the same wavelength, are they? Like they're not really yeah, in it for yeah, the justice, are they? No. Is this not the point where he then goes on and he fires the first missile? Because they've been egging him on, egging yeah. him on, because yeah, the, yeah. the time has yeah. come. Time towards has that stadium. Yeah. They don't make the payment, do they? Stadium. They don't make the payment. No. So they're like, we do that either. That's right. Surely, actually, a point on the uh, the stadium, I'd imagine if there was an impending terrorist attack, holding a football match with 70,000 people <laughs> should have been cancelled, really, shouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know, big congregations of people, get it cancelled, surely. Yeah, yeah, but they, they want to avoid so panic. they're so concerned about covering their arses. Yeah. yeah, but there's going to be more panic, Billy, if 70,000 people die because of a chemical explosion and all start disintegrating. No, I agree with you, but if you cancel the game, then the, uh, the city of San Francisco, which is what, I don't know, 20 million people, all start fucking trying to get out of the city and they all start driving off the bridge tri- when they're getting yeah, out. But you don't need to panic, though. If we were going to Scotland match and, uh, you know, and it was cancelled, we'd probably quite relieved, actually, that the game was cancelled. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't <laughs> start panicking. different, Nick, when you're expecting your team to get pumped. <laughs> yeah, you just, yeah. You just go to the, just pub, go to the pub, wouldn't you, and get yeah. pissed. So I, I honestly think they made the, that was a bit of a mistake. Yeah, but Amer- yeah. ban all mass gatherings. Americans would be really pissed off. They'd start screaming about freedom and turn up at the stadium with guns. And it'd just be a whole different thing. <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah. I, think, I think the FBI people are... They're so intent on covering their arses that maybe they didn't want to create panic. Yeah. Let's be honest, it's Michael Bay, right? It's not exactly... There, there, <laughs> yeah. there are going to be flaws in the film, guys. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the, ah, surely not. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, so the fire, the, the rocket out it flies past the, the stadium stuff. Um, but just before that, Conrad's got another brilliant line where he falls out with Nick Cage and he goes, some sniper's going to get his arse. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the, the president waits until after this missile like has been launched but then obviously diverts at the very last moment um to explode harmlessly above the sea no it but goes it goes into the sea it's not above the sea is it that it goes, it goes into, into the sea because yeah, the, the water negates the effect of because if it blew right, up right. then even though it was out of sea they get caught up in the air but, and all the rest of it. But only now do they scramble jets. Yeah. Get the napalm ready, basically. And yeah. This is the... yeah, but that would have been last case scenario, to yeah. be fair, wouldn't that it? Was, I mean, they, that, they was, don't want that was plan D shit. after Mason. Yeah. I don't know if anyone that was, noticed... That, uh, was after, that was plan D after they were going to get the warden to go on and single-handedly take out the whole <laughs> island. Maybe Arnie was playing yeah. the warden. 
<laughs> Don't know if anyone noticed a very young Jim Caviel as one of the fighter pilots. Oh, no. no. Good spot. No, I did not. I didn't know. So for like maybe 10 seconds of screen That's time. That's a good at spot. Most. But did yeah. you spot that or did you. Read I read up on that, that he IMDb? was in it and then I was able to find him. But I maybe I probably wouldn't have seen it if I didn't know he was there. Yeah, no. yeah. Blinking, you'll miss it, shit. Yeah. So is this the point where they actually do scramble the jet? Um, so yeah, jets are inbound. And, and we get the stereotypically Hummel... American... Uh, it's, it's never a, a doomsday movie without an American president giving a speech, is it? Um, yeah. yeah. It's a pretty yeah. shite speech, oh, it's though. Awful. It's not exactly it's a poor yeah. man's president independence, independence day, is it? Day, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and he seems really <laughs> concerned about excess deaths, which is not like an American president to be concerned about excess deaths, let's be honest about that. <laughs> to be fair, if it was today, no. it would just be like, fake news. Fake news. <laughs> yeah. We got the greatest death toll of them all today. It was stupendous. They were all our people present. Fake news. It's great. It's <laughs> great. News. It's huge. He would say all the hostages were Antifa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is, this, is this when they call Connery? Someone call, who's it that calls Connery an English prick? Is it Harris? No, that, that's yeah, a bit so no. no, it's one of the nuggets. Fucking some nobody from Sector 7G. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping Connery was going to come out with something about being Scottish or that yeah, part. I don't understand how he let that fly. Disappointing. I know. I'm surprised. Yeah. And and as Addy said before, when the guy says to him, "Did I tell you? Did I tell you that my father was Irish?" It was, yeah. a, it was a proper. We we have literally just met. Just... Yeah. Yeah. And what, what would that matter? Yeah. I think I think that that, that uh, there was a line about being Scottish in it, but Nicholas Cage asked for it to be taken <laughs> out. So, yeah. Obviously, he was the script editor. Well, if he's Scottish, I'm Scottish. <laughs> so you, Nick, Nick, you can't do a Scottish accent, mate. You just can't do it. But I'm doing one right now. Ah, <laughs> 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 guy, the new. So, so kind of ships governor. So we've kind of went, so, so the, the jets have been dispatched. Scrabble. Jets have been so launched, yeah. He's, yeah. he's already been fanning about with the, the axle. Oh, yeah, he's Kevin. disarmed a couple he, of them. He's, he's, uh, he's done pretty Nick, well. Nick Cage yeah. is alarmingly uncalm, though, isn't he, when he's dealing with this? Like, he's yeah. sort of fumbling yeah. about, yeah. and Connery's, like, just holding yeah. things <laughs> quite well, I would say. He's yeah. just like, don't, yeah. don't, that, don't move that thing! You're just like, fucking hell, you're not... The, the, the mellow head you need in that scenario, I don't think. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> fucking unhealthy. Like, bawling and shouting at the there, fucking Nick. apprentice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, these um, super fragile glass marbles are a really impractical design for <laughs> yeah. deadly gas. Definitely. I totally agree. But um, then, if the idea is that they're supposed to break when you want them to break, then maybe it's not so bad. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the line he's got, though, Nick Cage actually writes himself another cracker um, where the guy's got the knife out and he's like, <laughs> chasing them around and he goes we got off on the wrong foot uh, do you like music well, the reason I ask is uh, Elton John you're the rocket man and he shoots the rocket oh, oh yeah that is awful <laughs> Jesus that's so good there's it's no you. way there's no way when they're all sitting in that room they're like yeah that's that's a really good line yeah we'll, 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 we'll tell you what we'll see how we go yeah well, maybe if I've got time we'll put it in they're all desperately like racking their brains to think it's, well obviously it doesn't take that much racking to think of something better yeah. than that Nicholas, would you mind stepping out of the room for a minute so we can just discuss the script? Fucking hell. We need to cut all these lines. Has anyone got any better lines than this? Did Arnold Schwarzenegger phone back or not? 
No, no, but we can, we can act. But Sylvester Stallone's been on, and he's keen for it. Ah, we'll stick with Cage. <laughs> no, no, Stallone passed. He's doing uh, Judge Dredd right now. Judge Dredd, he's doing that instead. <laughs> I've got Steven Seagal on line three. Forget about it. <laughs> Cynthia, fuck off. <laughs> What did Stallone actually say? He said... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just stick with kids. Bring him back in. Come on, come on back yeah. in, Nicholas. Come on. Come on. Nick, Rocket Man, we love it. Yeah. Good, good chat. <laughs> can, we, can we get this guy a piano? <laughs> Yeah, you, you can almost tell all his lines. They're fucking shocking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. You know when these right lines are written, though, and they're so, like, Hollywood and cheesy, I think that... Do you think they think those lines are good and cool, or do you think they oh, know they're I cheesy know. and shit? I, I, don't know. I think they fully know and appreciate that people are just going to take the piss out of those lines routinely. I don't, I don't know. I think, at the, the time, I think time. at the time it was like, yeah, American action, like, this is how yeah. it's cool, you know, and actually, yeah. looking back on it, it probably just hasn't aged well. Yeah, because they're that ignorant that they wouldn't have a clue that this was a bit ridiculous. Yeah. So I don't think. Yeah, like one of the um, bits of trivia <laughs> they that said, I they read said to was, Sean Connery, um, "What do you think of the line, Sean?" He said, "I don't really care. Just find me my fucking hut." <laughs> 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 so apparently, Michael Bay had execs breathing down his neck for the entirety of this shoot, and um, she one was, of the she days wasn't playing Nick rapping, Cage's girlfriend, was she? <laughs> <laughs> so he was heading off to a meeting where he knew he was going to get chewed out by um you know the bigwigs and sean connery apparently dressed to the nines in his golf gear had asked where michael bay was going so michael bay says you know i'm going blah 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 and sean connery says to him oh well i'll come with you and michael bay was like all right cool and apparently um all of these you know dynamite bigwigs um that were about to tear Michael Bay a new one as soon as Sean Connery walks into the office uh, none of them were brave enough to give Michael Bay any <laughs> shit so the, the, the meeting ended up going absolutely fine and Michael Bay didn't get any grief just because That's Sean brilliant. Connery had come along to sit with him That's <laughs> cool. It's kind of hand, it's handy yeah. if you got Bond on your side eh? Absolutely, yeah um, That's brilliant An annoying little bit when um, obviously he's dismantled the, um, the, the warhead and he's got the chip out and he's just picked up the little glass bead thing. He's running away from the other guy. Just throw the chip. Yeah, just smash it. Just, throw, just yeah. smash the chip. Yeah. You need it. Just throw it. You've, just, you've you literally disar disarmed all the other rockets. Just throw it away. There's nothing the guy can do. Just chuck it and it's yeah. over. You've won. Correct. Yeah, smash the stupid chip. Correct. You have the high correct. ground. <laughs> it's I mean, over. I think yeah, yeah. by this point, he was on the lighthouse. This, this point, Ed Harris it. is dead, isn't he? Like yeah. Ed Harris is yeah. dead by this so, point. So yeah, Ed Harris dies the in Mexican a shootout, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, with the guy from Green Mile. But name his name escapes me. The big tall guy. Yeah, the big guy. Yeah, I don't know him. Don't know his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's a bit of an arsehole in it. He's quite good actually. He's quite a good actor. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like him. Uh, in the two films that I've seen him in, uh, Dave, um, he's like a, <laughs> yeah. David Morse. He's a really nice guy in Green Mile, isn't he? But yeah. he's. He's also in the house. He's in uh, one of the series of that. That's he's right. a cop. He's a dickhead. Oh, in is that. That right? Yeah, he's yeah. really good at. It. He was in um, uh, Weird Science as well. There was a TV show in Trouble, like a remake of the of the old of the old oh, movie. Yeah. Oh. And he's in that. Well done. Good reference, Billy. Yeah, yeah, good knowledge, mate. <laughs> yeah. So they drag they drag so yeah, Harris Ed Harris's character. They drag Frank out, don't they? And then he mm -hmm. gives them the final location of the rocket, which is why 
Nick Cage sets off in that direction. Oh, that's right. Which they'd already yeah. discussed before. They already knew it was in the lighthouse. They talked about it right mm. in the briefing room. They're like, these are the four rockets we need to get. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I, I <laughs> yeah they talk about it way, way back. I thought, I thought they had oh, to get no, on the island and that. then discover where the... Yeah. I thought that was the point. Oh, they had heat signatures and stuff on them all. Like, there's a whole thing about it for like yeah. a minute. Oh, I totally missed that. Totally also, missed it annoys um, me like why he has to take the um when taking dismantling the rocket, like take the um takes the glass balls out the tube, um mm-hmm. like the GPS chip just unscrew the bottom or the top of the opposite end of the rocket and then take it out and then just leave the glass balls in place. Like what what are you doing? <laughs> It wouldn't be dramatic enough. Correct. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And although even the, though it's the, not really that tense at all, <laughs> the the way he kills that final cycle prick um, is quite satisfying. Yeah. 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 But you also see yeah. that it's just clearly a jelly ball. It's not glass yeah, it at all. It in his yeah. Mouth and, yeah. But yeah. the other bit that's annoying is when he he's up the top of the lighthouse and the guy the the other guy the sniper's there instead of using the sniper rifle and just picking him off he decides to get like this artillery gun and just starts <laughs> mowing everything and hits nothing whatsoever yeah. and you're like, mate if you you literally could have just taken the sniper and gone bang I assume your special forces of some sort one shot done. Yeah. Yeah, bread and butter, bread and butter yeah. for them. Yeah. You would think. And stage. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, these are so heavy. I never used this before. <laughs> you'd, you'd argue that you'd argue that Ed Harris's death is a bit understated, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah. it's not particularly dramatic. So much yeah. so that we just skipped completally over it. It's a shame, really. I think he probably deserved a bigger send off than that. Again, they'd blown the budget on the tram guy. The tram guy's <laughs> my tram! <laughs> yeah, Ed Harris is just like, What have I done? What have I done? And you, you hope Sean Connery just goes, Yeah, what have you done? I was quite happy in my fucking prison cell, you dickhead. You got me out. Well, he wasn't. Nearly shot. No, well, I mean, he was happy. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be trying to get out for a long time. Maybe he's escaped like five times. He'd, but... he'd be avoiding the showers, that's all he said. <laughs> In <laughs> retrospect, it's one of his like nonchalant quotes at the end. I thought was quite funny. I don't even don't know why, but it's like in retrospect, I thought I'd have been a poet or a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> Meaningless Doesn't elaborate line. on it at all, or they just fuck off into the sunset. Basically, I thought I thought he was gonna say milkman at that bit actually, because because that would be a nod to his. He was a milkman before, before he, he got actor. the Bond part, wasn't Is he? So right? I thought he was good. Yeah, he was. He was but also Mister Universe, Jan. Sean Connery. At one point, yeah, was he? Like, was way, he? way back, wow. way back when, when it, you, didn't, you only had to do push ups and pull ups and shit. Like, they're not in wow. the fuck, the <laughs> fuck all compared to guys, these freaks now. But, like, he was in very, he was in very good shape when he was young, yeah. Yeah, good knowledge. Was he in good shape? But he was like a normal size of man, wasn't he? Like, yeah, he was just, just uh, must, is this, it's just how people were supposed to be. Six four or something. He's a big guy, he is yeah. a big guy. Yeah. Is he? You don't think he is, but he is. He's fucking huge. I'll say he's six two. I think he's six four. I think he's a big lad. John Wayne anyway, was six must, foot six. He must. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. William Wallace was seven feet tall. Shot like the balls from his ass. Uh, one so was... meter eighty-eight, so six three. Yes, he's fucking huge, really. Yeah, that is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Tall man. Well, that explains also how, uh, as uh, Nick Cage lets him go, how um, within the blink of an eye. He can be easily fifty meters yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> legs striding away. I was like, "What is That's going so on?" That's so silly. Yeah, it cuts from um, them being and this face is to when face. he reveals reveals to Nicolas Cage the location of was it microfilm, microfilm or yeah. something? Yeah. yeah, 
And Cage then church. tells Walmack and the other um, FBI uh, dudes, fucking FBI twats, that um, that he's he was dead. Vaporized, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, by the thermite that they. Dropped. I want to see the body. Like the epic, I want to see the body uh, waving the flares as he drops to his knees. Oh yeah! Oh, it was so oh, good. Green Come smoke. On. Green smoke. <laughs> oh no! I one, already one dropped it. I already dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> One last spunk of the budget before the film ends, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. We've got we've, we've got hundred grand still to spend. What we're we gonna do? What can we blow explosion? up? Explosion. <laughs> we're gonna have an explosion or another Nicolas Cage written line. I want an explosion. explosion. Like everyone's everyone's <laughs> arm suits up. Like. That explosion happened, and that's why Nicolas Cage is driving a beetle at the end of it. That's like got that's falling to bits. Yeah, that's like, like one of the cameraman's of- cars or something. He makes a point of saying that he drives a beige Volvo. Why at the end is he not driving a beige Volvo? Yeah, he's driving a piece of shit Volkswagen Beetle that looks as though it's been dragged out of the the Golden Bay. Yeah. He should have got pretty well paid for that mission after all the shit he did as well. Yeah. Maybe just government No, but that was the whole point. The irony of the whole film is that the mission never happened. Nobody's family knew about it. Nobody got paid. Nobody, you know, it was the... Everything. I'm pretty sure people would know about this mission since there's explosions going off on yeah. Alcatraz and oh, shit. So it was and a training exercise. 81 hostages. It was a, it was a training exercise. <laughs> yeah, what happened to the hostages? Did we find Slot out? Gas. Like, they had to, kill, well, had to silence them all, unfortunately. <laughs> it was all a massive waste of time. <laughs> well, do you know? They're all, they're all lying next to your man Henderson. There is one point where someone says all the hostages are alive and they don't have a fucking clue. He just guesses, like, oh, what's happened to the hostages? Oh, they're all fine. Yeah. <laughs> Not seen them. They've actually had anxiety. <laughs> they bread and water. They'll be all right. Yeah, they've been really well treated, actually. They've got a couple of massages during the whole thing. It's I, I, great. I yeah. just, the it's just that I've seen a massive sort of napalm strike on the side of the island. Some of them might not be okay. No, I'm pretty sure they're all fine. <laughs> We, we thought we, we thought they were okay, but the Boy Scout Bob's murdered them all in his in panic. <laughs> yeah, and they started waiting and pillaging. Spin-offs. And thus concludes your live-action tour of Alcatraz. Uh, we hope you enjoyed your stay. <laughs> Five stars on TripAdvisor, other than the guy that dressed like a Boy Scout. <laughs> so the the film ends with Nicolas Cage with the film, and I think he says, "Oh, do you want to find out what happened to JFK or who yeah. killed, killed JFK?" JFK. Another one of Nick Cage's lines, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. microfilm's um, got like the Roswell landings, JFK thing, like yes. all the secrets yeah. of the world. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's actually it's actually just a VCR the world, of America, Billy. Um, the moon landings being filmed by Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, there was plans for a sequel with Nicolas Cage being on the run with this microfilm, um, and has no one to turn to. So it was called National ben Treasure. Has to get in contact with um, <laughs> Mason. Mason to help him. I don't know sell it to the British or I don't know but, I yeah, mean that would have been a great happened. film I think that would have been a good film yeah but never happened sadly it's not too late um, couldn't get Nick Cage on board as script writer <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay finally went into his meeting without Sean Connery and they told him he was never allowed to make a movie for them again <laughs> yeah. don't ever bring that tell man that, back tell that again. to Transformers <laughs> oh that's a terrible movie ah the first one was first good one was right, to be fair. Mm-hmm. the other six not so good, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay, make things out of clay. <laughs> he just <I> made. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all that leaves us left to do is our pint ratings. So starting alphabetically, we'll go around to Addy. Addy, what is your pint ratings for The Rock? I'll give it four. 
four pints. Four, so Although four it, pints. it was pretty enjoyable. I've seen it a few times over the years, obviously. Um, yes, yeah, Sean Connery is pretty good in it. Nicholas Cage is a bit of overacting for my liking, but it, yeah, it's good. It's a good film. Cool. And BT. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, I really enjoy this film. Um, like Addy, seen it. Yeah, you know, quite a few times over the years. Um, Sean Connery is on fine form in this, as Grumpy Mason. Um, kind of makes me think that um, you know, you've retired too early. Still think he, you know, maybe had a few golden rolls in the bag. Um. Uh, Nick Cage, he's at his erratic and crazy best, because um, I think he just kind of got let loose to do whatever the fuck he wanted. Um, loads of relentless, absurd action. Um, I think one criticism, I think the, the car chase is forced. Um, doesn't do anything for the plot or any of the characters. Those it's just there purely yeah. for explosions totally. and carnage. Yeah, And um, and Michael Bay is so, so bad at representing women. Awful. Awful. Both yeah. the female characters in this film, like the daughter, she's kind of interesting. We see her for 30 seconds. Um, Nicholas Cage's wife is just an annoying nightmare. Like, honestly, I just, I don't know if he's ever met a woman. It's awful. <laughs> um, no wonder he's having problems with his fiance. Eh? <laughs> but, um, just blows them up. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, all in oil, all in all. <laughs> all in oil. <laughs> all in oil. <laughs> but uh, yeah, enjoyable, typical nonsense from Michael Bay. Um, I would give it three pints. Three pints. Fair enough. Uh, Billy, what would you like, mate? How, how many pints are required? Yeah, yeah, very similar. I've seen this film so many times. It was, I, I remember actually having this on a VHS that I taped off Sky Movies. Um, way back before Sky <laughs> on demand and stuff was a thing, and I enjoy the film. It's it's one of those ones that's completely harmless. You can pick all the faults and flaws you want because it's going to be a Michael Bay movie, and they're always going to be there because the script writing's never supposed to be that endearing. You're just supposed to go with it, so it's a fun movie, and you know you just you just go along with it. Um, Sean Connery is just a standout in the whole film. Um, he's far more talented than anybody else. Maybe Ed Harris. Um, is up there as well, but it doesn't get a lot of screen time, surprisingly. So I would say I'd go with a five pinter for this. Um, merely five drunk, pinter. but en- very enjoyable. Yeah, very good. And I'll give my uh, pint rating before Nick because it was his movie of choice. Um, I, I for a lot of similar reasons, have watched it many, many times before. Um, with my dad, usually, um, it's a very easy film to just sit back and watch and not have to think too much about. Um, there is some good performances. I think Ed Harris is fantastic. Um, and I likewise think Sean Connery is very good. And he's the only one that sort of takes the film for what it is. Um, he doesn't take it too seriously, but that's also part of the character. But it works very well for the the nature of it. Um, yeah, Michael Bay, uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, not Jeremy, as I said earlier. Uh, <laughs> it's it's what you uh, it's what you expect from from that pairing, and um, it takes a lot of boxes. Hans Zimmer, great music throughout as well, and they know what they do and they try to do it well. I totally agree with the underrepresentation of women in the film, um, and I I think it's it's a very straightforward, easy to watch action flick. Uh, so for that reason, I also would give it four pints. Um, and Nick, 
what is your point rating? Uh, some good analysis there. It's a hard act to follow, but um, I mean, yeah, for, from my point of view, I could have picked this film because I personally think, I'm not a massive action fan, but for me, the 90s was just an unbelievable time for action. Even when I look at the action films of this year, you've got Independence Day, mm-hmm. Twister, Mission Impossible, Ransom, all came out in this year. Yeah. I mean, what a time it was for action. It was just no holds barred. Not always the strongest storylines, but just full of action, full of thrill, and which I think is what it should all be about. Um, I thought Sean Connery, arguably one of his finest roles in terms of just making the film that captivating, just because you yeah. know what he was going to do next. His lines were amazing. Um, thought Nicolas Cage, although probably no one's favourite actor, is incredibly good at just playing someone quite shite but quite entertaining. Yeah. I think that's his greatest legacy in life, which he probably wouldn't be too proud of and, you know, probably wouldn't go on his, in, on his eulogy. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, completely echo the points about, um, well, obviously mindless explosions, poor characterization of women, but an action film is there to entertain, is there to captivate you, and I think it does that in absolute spades. So for me, I would, I would give it a solid three, out of three pints. Good, man. Uh, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was The Rock, and next week it will be my choice of movie. Uh, but before I reveal what my film will be for us all to watch next week, uh, we're going to head to The Randomizer. Randomize, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, Come on, Nick... Nick. Uh, can you please tell us what the randomizer has generated this week? <laughs> uh, so the, uh, the, the the randomizer has generated. If you had to recast the lead role in a film with Mark Armstrong, which film would you choose and why? Well, well, well. It... <laughs> I look forward to hearing these answers. God, is there any? F- it's got to be Happy Gilmore, doesn't it? Poor, poor, I know poor the lines already. Quality. We've got to choose something. Um, <laughs> Fucking Mary Poppins, um, though, you, Mark, who you're singing. <laughs> Jim Jimmy, Jim Jimmy. <laughs> Aladdin? Is this meant to be me answering? Yeah, this is you. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's your week. That's what we're waiting for. Oh, shit. Um, I'm trying to think of what Mark would be good at. Uh, which, you know, I'll be here all night, Brendan. <laughs> um, fucking hell. can't think of anything Brilliant. because a, a fine you know, testament no, no, a fine testament to a good it's, friend it's, eh? <laughs> i've always think thought that mark looks like a young christopher waltz um christopher uh, before you waltz before you had the long hair Not and the walking, beard Addy. that's the wrong guy isn't it so, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be i'm gonna be polite and i'm gonna cast you in uh django unchained as Christopher Waltz's character, I think you do a good job well, in that. that. I Thank think you. you you look a bit like him. Handsome guy. Um, you could be quite deadpan, <laughs> so I think you'd be good at that role. So I'm going to pick that. Um, and if there's ever a biopic made of Christopher Waltz, I think you know you'd be you'd be high up in the running. There you go. There you go. Thank you. I just have to read. Has anyone else German. got any? Uh, anyone else got any? Anything to add? I'd maybe get you to do Officer and Gentleman, mate. I think you'd be quite yeah. good at that. Richard Gere action. I'll take it. <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, 
so uh, without much further ado, um, just to recap, we watched The Rock tonight, which was Nick Bremner's choice, and we collectively agreed that it would be a 3.8 pinter. Um, and all that's left to do is uh, for us to say thank you uh, very much for listening, and please leave a five-star review uh, if you get the chance on any channel that we're you're listening to us on. We'd really appreciate it. Um, and recommend us to your friends. Uh, any new listeners we can get would be much appreciated. For next week's movie, uh, I'm going to stick with the theme of the island, uh, and we're going to watch Shutter Island. That is my thriller for next week. Shutter okay, Island. What's a film? I've never uh, seen that. Film. Well, film. well, well, well. Oh, oh, you're in for a treat. I'm jealous of you, Addy. That, that's yeah. an incredible film. Yeah, you've got a good bonus coming to you, mate. Yeah, don't read anything about it. Watch it, please. Never do. Correct. Can't read. Let's go in not knowing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Andy is blind, so... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't like talking about it, actually, if we could just move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, there you have it, folks. Thanks very much for listening, and uh, we look forward to discussing Shutter Island with you next week. From all of us here, thank you and goodbye. See you later. Good night. Can I quickly tell my Sean Connery story? I'm going to have to cut that. Thanks, mate. <laughs> well, you win some, you lose some, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> the cat's out the bag. <laughs> <laughs>